Hello, and welcome to, to the, the Arturalia Podcast. Podcast. We hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. We are back. We are back. And this time we are discussing the 90s now. So we got, we started from 1980. We made our way all the way up. Great decade. Now we're on into the 90s, which, you know, I have appreciation for the 90s. It's another like nostalgic period with great films and other great stuff that came out. Gaming was, you know, getting on up there. But, um, yep, Mm -hmm. this year. 1990 the year to start off the 90s and i recently saw total recall another recently as in like the past 24 hours yeah the past 24 hours (laughs) i watched some of it yeah i watched some of it yesterday and then i saw the rest today um that mine kind of met like i mean sorry the movie messes with you a little bit about stuff but i i don't want to say much if people have already like haven't seen it yet well i don't know if Joe i mean and it was have seen it. 30 I, i'm sure they have it's 30 mm. plus years ago and it's been remade what's that again and it's been remade oh. is it really yeah there was one like 20 13 14 oh you're talking about the, yeah yeah you're talking about the one with um colin farrell Mm-hmm. Have you mm-hmm. seen that one? I haven't. Yeah, it's shit. <laughs> I heard it was bad. <laughs> but I, th- I think I'll watch it just for the heck of it. It's got Kate Beckinsale, right? And I don't remember. Oh, who. Is it Kate I think, Beckinsale? I think she played the evil wife. I thought. Oh, you mean the remake? Are you talking about the remake? The remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which we also have on Voodoo. I, just, I yeah. still... I don't get remakes these days. They're kind of bland to me by this point. It's like you're just I think taking something that's already great and you're trying to redo yeah. it again. But I don't know. It actually works better yeah. with video games than movies. They redo the great ones because of the brand recognition. But what they're willing to do is take the ones that have potential and fulfill that potential. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's That's a good idea because every time they try to as you say remake the ones that you know were good and had that great brand recognition it just doesn't seem to work i can't think of a remake off the top of my head that has been as good as or better than the original the jungle book movie the fly they did in the 80s the fly yeah that's right i forgot there was that old older and also um the thing yeah oh yeah the yeah the thing Oh that yeah, they are remaking that. Yeah, no, I mean that was a remake from a movie back in the black and white oh, days. Oh yeah, but kind of different time because he, Con, uh, sorry, John Carpenter took it and did something a little different with it, which was more unique. He did. That's um. Did. So, Ghost was number one. Before. In the box office? Yeah, that's the top. The top. You have not seen that. Movie. No, I have not seen that. I have not. I they we actually had it when we opened up our uh, theaters. We actually had it for a thirtieth anniversary. Like a comeback classic. 
Yeah, but I, no, I don't think nobody really went to go see that. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were other like classic movies that other people were going to see than Ghost. Okay. Ghost was the highest uh, yeah. box office within the year, but the total, yeah. the biggest box office for a movie released that year was Home Alone. Oh yeah, that came well. That came second in um, yeah, box office or high well, grossing least, films. But okay, it was okay. at the end of the year though when it came out. So, oh, what it was Ghost? No, Home Alone was released Home in November. Alone. Yeah, it probably made more than ninety-one. So, it, yeah, I see. That, it made a ton of money in a short amount of time. That first link I put in the chat. If you go to that, you'll see everything. Okay, let me go. Good fellas. It's the best movie. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at too. I have that pulled up on my other monitor here and I was looking at it made it made 476 million. So if it was released in November in oh, in wow. just a month or so, it may wow. I that's wait, that's lot. the first one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To be honest, to be honest, I only saw bits and pieces of that movie. I've never like sat down and fully watched it all the way from beginning to end. Home alone. Yeah. Home Alone. Mm. What did you guys think of it? Like I love it. I actually um I made a top three for the year and luckily people have already been mentioning those movies. So okay. <laughs> um, I, I actually had in my top three some order I had Goodfellas, Home Alone, and Ghost as my oh, wow. so, three favorites. Okay. Yeah, someone had mentioned Goodfellas and I didn't remember if that had been in 1990 or just another year so it was 1990 okay yeah because there's a long list of films that came out a whole bunch of stuff like and these films it. are turning uh 31 years yeah had a long time That's crazy mm -hmm. oh mom your favorite movie's turning 30 this year i know <laughs> it's so old <laughs> <laughs> I see Simon has the Home Alone uh, Kevin McAllister up, so that's good. Yeah, I choose the most iconic film for an Avatar every year. Oh, that's a, that's a good idea. I don't know why I didn't put together that that's what you were doing. What did you guys think about Ghost? Like a romantic suspense. I, I, really, I really like it. Um, I know it's kind of cheesy, but... Yeah. Uh, I'm not embarrassed to say I like the movie. <laughs> it had a couple things going on. It kind of had two stories, you know, with uh, Patrick Swayze, um, the financial stuff on his side, and right. then and then like the love story. So, um, it had enough going on, you know, that I, I enjoyed the film. I thought it was kind of unique how they did it. It was like the, the some of the yeah. effects were pretty good too. I mean, for the time. It was like a mixture of supernatural mm -hmm. mystery and um romance and pottery and, and pottery yes of course <laughs> how could we forget <laughs> and it seemed like um that just kind of was a really good combination and i remember how big of a hit it was at the time yeah and, it made demi more a star like overnight uh, yeah i mean she'd already been kind of known but that did seem to catapult her a little bit more into the limelight for yeah. sure we we actually have that movie but i've yeah never yeah. taken the time to watch it 
Oh, when did Forrest Gump come in? Yeah, you know, I think actually the the my favorite part of Ghost was Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Wait, Sam. was she the one reacted to the? Is she the one that reacted? She was the one to who him? could see. Yeah, she was the one who could see him. <laughs> yeah, she, she was, was what? Yeah. About? she was a fake. Uh, mm -hmm. What's it called? Uh, medium. Spiritualist or medium? Yeah. Yeah, medium. a phony, and then all of a sudden. Uh, Patrick Swayze visited her and she could hear him yep. and it freaked her out because she was a phony and she had never heard a voice. So <laughs> suddenly yeah. she actually was a, a realistic, uh, you know, she could hear ghosts basically. So he kind of used her to help him throughout the movie and she was the comic relief. Yeah, she absolutely was. I Even really enjoyed her. I like ghosts. Don't, just don't, just don't tell, tell my guy friends. <laughs> well, I hope none of your guy friends are watching right now, Glenn, or they will find out. Ooh, ooh. Um, so we had a comment here about Forrest Gump. I don't think Forrest Gump came out in 1990. I thought it was 94 or 3. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was. Oh, yeah, Simon. You That's like that four there. years. Yeah. They yeah, might have thought. They might have thought we were talking about the 90s. 90s in general. Yeah. That's that's how we started off the 80s discussion, but it felt like it was a little redundant to have a discussion of the whole decade. Well, and then I, I've, kind yeah, of I've kind of changed stuff. how we kind of like I had it like a podcast where we did everything. Then we broke it into years. Now I'm just doing it genre and breaking it into years. We're like only focusing on the movie section of 99 or 1990. So there's a. Uh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to bring it back to Home Alone real quick, but I, there's a funny story I read recently about it where um, the original director was Chris Columbus, uh, hmm. and he was he was going to direct uh, Christmas Vacation the year before, at, which was another John Hughes production. Okay. And he, he thought Chevy Chase was such a jerk when they were trying to, you know, pre-production, I guess, that he called John Hughes and said, I don't want to do this movie anymore. Do you have anything else for me? And he said, well, I've got something in the works that'll start next year, you know, another Christmas movie called Home Alone. Would you want to do that? And so Chris Columbus said, yeah. And that's how we ended up with Home Alone. I mean, it could have been a wow. totally different film, but it, it was uh, all because Chevy Chase was a jerk. Was a butt. Wow, you know, he basically made the movie. I didn't, you know what? I didn't realize Chris Columbus directed Home Alone. Yeah. But I love both films, so somehow it worked out where we got <laughs> yeah. two yeah. Uh, Christmas classics. So yeah, exactly. Misery. Yep, that's another yeah. movie from 90, which I also saw. That's a pretty Not good one. Not long ago. That was a very good film. So what are everyone's top three? I, I said Goodfellas, Home Alone, and Ghost. You know, I didn't think of a top three, honestly. My top one would probably be Kindergarten Cop. But because of Arnold. Because Arnold, plus I love Kindergarten Cop, and I recently rewatched it in preparation for we were going to have a live stream discussion about Arnold, um, Derek and I. But um, I don't, I can't think of any others that are honestly my top. As as far as like others that I really okay, tremors. What about tremors. total mm -hmm. total recall? 
you know what? Surprisingly, that's not one of my favorite Arnold movies. Um, well, it did make number five. Uh, on it did. It did film. well. Yeah, and, like I, I liked it, but it's. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's my favorite Arnold movie. And and I couldn't tell you why. Honestly, um, I like The Sixth Day more than I like Total Recall. I don't know why. I heard. I recently listened to Arnold's autobiography, and he was talking about Total Recall and how it almost became a big flop because. Hmm the way the studio was wanting to market it or not quite knowing how to market it. And it just almost went off the rails. Um, but they were able to turn it around and it ended up doing really, really well that year. So I mean, yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of marketing, I remember that too. Mm-hmm. Dick Tracy um, was all over the place. Uh, I don't even know if I saw that you guys. I don't remember. It dances with wolves. I saw it in a double feature, Dick Tracy, with Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Oh, did you? Despise Dick Tracy, loved The New Batch. Uh, Gremlins 2 is probably better than Dick Tracy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just... Yeah, that, the Gremlins 2, I saw, I guess you could say I saw most of it, but when I was younger, I would skim around that movie too, just like others. So I I do remember in detail how it, how it all went. Um, Another film that came out this in 1990 that I'd forgotten about that I actually really enjoy but have only seen once, and I don't know why I've never returned to it, but it was The Hunt for Red October. Oh yeah, that was Um, actually a very good. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 a series. It's a Tom Clancy um, series. So they went on and made other movies with Harrison Ford playing the character of Alex 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 right Alex Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, that series i've heard about that but i haven't seen any of them (laughs) yeah so they're just to me i don't really feel like 1990 was a huge year as far as well we just got out of 89 which had a lot of big i think we're a little spoiled by the 80s (laughs) y'all oh but come on 90s 90s has its moments don't worry i think the 80s is easier to love They've got these movies have more of an identity, but I think the nineties are more diverse and have loads of quality films if you look for them. I I, I have some nostalgia for the nineties. I mean, yeah, eighties too, but some about the nineties I really like. Maybe because more things were getting better, I guess, technology wise. The so filmmaking. More, the filmmaking, the, the gaming. Yeah. Anime was coming around. So like those are the three things that i really like of the 90s 80s was the start of something big and then it just got bigger in the 90s but some of the films that that uh, i remember from 1990 i don't remember them having too much of a leftover feel of the 80s even though they would have been filmed yeah like total recall probably total recall i was looking like i was trying to say think you know I know this came out in 90, but this would have been filmed like in 89. And for some reason, I don't get that. Maybe a little bit of 80s feel, but also 90s feel. Well, it took place in the future, so it's going to have a different... the quality, you know? The quality would have been... The quality of the filmmaking? Mm -hmm. Ernest Goes to Jail. Oh, yeah, I saw (laughs) that. When I was... Oh, Opportunity Knocks was a fun movie, if you guys ever saw that. Is that with Dana Carvey? Yeah. He's like a. Oh, you haven't seen that? It's not bad. Oh, okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, y'all. 
Okay. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. You actually watched that one? I a long time ago when um when we were up at Salem one time. Oh, okay. With Cor- yeah, Corey was, and his kids and his I, mean, made, I was eleven. I was eleven, but I liked it a lot when it when it came out. It made the top ten, and I remember that I enjoyed it, and I loved the rap song that went with it. Teenage. I used to, I used to listen. Yeah, Vanilla Ice was. was in the first or the second one, but uh, was he? You mean as an? Yeah, actor? maybe he was in the second one. I think that's the answer. Okay, I don't. I get maybe I did, if I saw the second one, I don't remember him at I, all. I feel like I need about to doing the song or playing in the movie. Uh, the song Ninja oh, okay. Run, I think. Yeah. I feel okay. like I need to rewatch that again. Was the cartoons going on in the nineties? At least, yeah. Because I, I remember I, think, what, I had a tape for at least two episodes. One ha- had to do with the pizza monsters. That when you heat them up in the microwave, <laughs> these pizza monsters like grow, almost like gremlins, sort of, except with pizza. Fun fact, in the UK, they were called Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Ah, nice. Because the powers that be thought that Ninja was too violent. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I feel like I need to get a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it... uh, t- the time video game, the SNES one. I think that came out like around the early 90s. But so yeah, the, how... mo- the mo- first movie, uh, Mom... Would you say it's a little more mature? I thought it was a little darker. It had some language in it, I remember. (laughs) I don't remember much about it. I just remember that I liked it, and I liked the rap song. When I was younger, when I saw it, I was so shocked to hear, uh, what's his his name? He's got the red um, thing around his face. Raphael? Raphael, yeah. He said, said, damn, and I was like... (laughs) That's so mild. Wait, what? (laughs) He said that, and... And I I'm like, I, I I was like, I never heard the, the you Ninja you. Turtles curse. That's funny. Yeah, I think I I Corey Feldman was like Michelangelo's voice or something. Oh, hmm. interesting. I didn't know that. That's I think funny. So. I have the same NES game on my desk. Nice. I'm looking to see the names of who played in here. Yeah, that, that movie made a lot of money. It was a big, uh, like a promoted, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of toys out and all that stuff at the time. It was number nine. It beat out Kindergarten Cop by just oh. a skosh, like maybe $7,000. I guess it's better than Kindergarten Cop. Well, I disagree <laughs> with that. <laughs> nope, it says it right there. That just means more right people there. went to see it. That doesn't mean it was better. <laughs> yeah, I know. So playing with you. Yeah, someone here says I know you were. Someone here says that yeah, he did. Okay, I forgot who did the voices of the. Gosh, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. We need to rewatch it then. Yeah. I always remembered it was a little. It had a more darker feel to it, and there was some. There was a point at the end. There was a little bit of a, a gore scene, sort of death scene. I but I don't want to. Say too much. I don't People remember it. much. There was that a, just this machine does something to a specific character. If okay, if people that have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was like 
awful. You just know what happens. Someone um, brought up uh, Stephen King's It miniseries. Oh, with yeah. Him. Yeah. Uh, somehow evaded me when I was a kid, and I, I just got into all that stuff like a few years ago when the remake started the coming. Remake. Oh, yeah, so, that's the only thing I've seen was the remakes. I never saw the 90s one. What do you think about the... What do you think? Who do you think is the better Pennywise? Uh, probably the new guy, but I mean it's pretty close. Tim Curry's a real good actor. He is, he, and he, he was did the original. He was creepy. His character didn't look creepy. So, like Pennywise in the remake looked creepy. He looked creepy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they had better, you know, to work with. Better, right, I guess. But yeah, Tim Curry really, was able to take a non—I mean, some people think clowns are creepy, period. But Tim Curry was able to take someone that didn't necessarily look scary and make him scary because mm-hmm. he was—he was creepy. I enjoyed the show. I just felt like the ending—it uh, was a mini series. I felt like the ending uh, kind of fell a little flat. But overall, I enjoy the atmosphere of it. I felt like it was sufficiently creepy and the kids all did a really good job in the acting. You mean in the new one or the night, the 90 one? The original. The original. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. The first yeah, one was great. The second half is absolutely terrible. The yes. big paper mache spider. Yeah. See, and I didn't uh, listen. I almost said, I didn't read the book. I didn't listen to the book. So I don't know how these compare. I don't know how either of the movies compare to the original source material. Have either of you guys read that book? The only thing I know about the source material is that there's a gangbang in it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. They can't, at the end, they can't find their way out of the sewers. And for some reason, <laughs> they have to gangbang the girl. What? And they find their way somehow. I don't know. That's... Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Really? That's in the book? That's in the book. The what? child, they have to do that. Were these the young kids? The young kids, the, the girl. There's one girl in the group. Yeah, right. And they have the gangbanger to find themselves or something like that. Oh, my gosh. You know, that must Stephen have been King was doing was... a lot of cocaine. He Clearly, he was. He was messed up. I remember some of the books that I would listen to. I mean, I enjoyed them, but I was like, that's really twisted. <laughs> like, where did you come up with this? But um, yeah, Stephen King, he, he adds some really messed up stuff sometimes, from what I've he heard. He does. Yeah, he does. But I do remember now hearing or seeing things on YouTube talking about uh, scenes that they didn't put in the remake and that were also, it wasn't even in the original either. And there was reference to what you're talking about. I just didn't remember it put in those terms, but. Yeah, I, I recall now what you're speaking well, of. Well, hey, that's fine that's by terrible. me. It's not like we need to see that. I mean, that's gross. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Okay. Was he well, going through something at the time he wrote that or what? Well, they just mentioned he was he was going through he was doing a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Stephen King. Well, now we now we know why. Now it ex- that explains it all. Yes, you're absolutely right. Kindergarten cop has a lot of memorable quotes. Yeah, we're going to play a wonderful game. Who is my daddy? What does he do? I love that. Down. I love that movie. There's I don't no know. It's just, it was just so funny. <laughs> Did you guys ever hear that Like someone take his quotes from that and put him on Darth Vader? It's pretty good. 
some of it's from Kindergarten Cop. I mean, from other movies too, but some of the stuff I remember, like, no more complaining, no more go to the bathroom, nothing. There is no bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that one's a good, that's a good movie. I like it. More puns from Arnold. Oh, yes. Of sure. course. And you saw you saw more puns today in Total Recall. Consider that a divorce. Yes. <laughs> and then he said, screw you to the guy. <laughs> yes. yes, that's that's what he's known for. It's like Commando was the first start of some of his puns, I would think. And then it just kept going and going and going. Honestly, I don't remember which one was the start. Maybe it Maybe that was one of the early ones. I can't recall. Um, so number three on this list was Pretty Woman. Yeah, now that's a Disney movie. It's like a chick flick type of thing. Disney. <laughs> yeah. It's a Disney movie? Yeah, it's a Disney movie. Really? Yes, it is. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Was, it is. Uh, was Disney doing a lot of cocaine too? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Um, is this rated R? No, I don't. I didn't think it was. Yes, it is rated is it R. Really, really? It's, wow, Disney just make Blade rated R. You did okay. it before. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought it was PG thirteen. Yeah, I don't think it has nudity or you know. No, it doesn't. It's not. It's, a, it's on here on on. It's not explicit, but there are things that are happening or getting ready to go down that you know what's it's getting this, ready to happen yeah, or you it, know what's going on but no like seriously if you pull it up it shows the rating r okay i just for i, I, I wow just i mean it, it could have just got that tag just for having prostitution as the main theme yeah, probably that's true i mean that was back then that might have got an r yeah uh, i don't remember I, like nudity or a lot of cussing or anything there there wasn't so no, um no yeah it's very anti-feminist when you think about it. The theme is get yourself a man, whore. Right. Right. Yeah, it is. Like she's she's no good without the guy. Mm. Um I wasn't super crazy about it, about that movie. Um I'd rather see Total Recall than Pretty Woman. Dances with Wolves. Yeah, I that was number that. four. What is that about? It's have you like, seen Avatar? That's what I was gonna say. That's why I call Avatar Dances with Smurfs because the blue people and it's basically the same story as Dances with Wolves. Okay. That was when that wasn't that Kevin Costner's first time directing? It might have been um but I do remember that he got that movie got a lot of rewards and it oh. made a lot of waves and it surprised me to find out that he had directed it. Have you yeah. seen it, mom? Yes, I have. Isn't it kind of sad? It's freaking depressing. Yeah. To me. I thought that yeah. So I have only seen it like once or twice because it just makes me terribly sad. One best film. It. What's that? It won best film at the Academy Awards. Yeah, it, it did very well. I can't remember if the girl that played in there also got an award, but and I don't remember if he got best actor, but I do remember that it won a major award, either best director or like you said, best film. Um I, I, uh, I mean, I was a kid, so I, I remember seeing it and I know my parents really liked it, but, um, I really loved about that movie was the cinematography mm -hmm. and, um, 
I think it's one of the most beautifully shot films that I've ever seen. If you just look at, you know, the scenery and the imagery and everything. Yeah. Um, I was really into that stuff when I was a kid for some reason. And uh, I think Dances with Wolves is one of the best, has some of the best cinematography, like of all time. I don't know if it won, you know, that award, but it's a beautiful film just to look at. Beautifully shot, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, was I loved to... it too. Um, <clears throat> one thing I remember is that it was thanks to Dances with Wolves that some of the languages actually survived because they poured money into it. Oh, yeah, they and the ones with the authenticity. Speaking, oh. yeah. the, uh, they were able to put up programs to continue the Native American languages. I have a vague memory of that now that you say that because... Um, like of the time period it said it because it said during the Civil War. Yeah, but he's talking mm -hmm. about the, the languages of the... Uh, of the the girl in the film was a like a white girl that had been yeah. uh, taken in by natives. Uh, oh. So she was kind of the liaison between Kevin Costner and the natives, I think. Yeah, she was. Uh, I think what her husband had died. And that's how she ended up with them. And she had spoken their language so long that her English was really rusty. Yeah. Uh, it no. did win um, cinematography. It oh, okay. says that here. It won seven, it was nominated for 12, and it won seven Best Picture, Best Director, as well as cinematography, editing, score, screenplay, <laughs> and sound mixing. Yeah, so I remember it, everyone was blown away by that it was Kevin Costner that put this yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. That certainly made an impact on me. I remember watching the Oscars uh, back when I used to watch them and used to be interested in them, and I remember that that, that movie kept winning. And I don't recall, I don't I don't remember if I had seen it yet. I think I had. I think I had. Oh, then. did you see it in movie theaters? No, I didn't. I saw it on VHS. <laughs> but I think by the time the Oscars came around, I I had already seen it. So, yeah. So you were caught up. Yeah, I was caught up. I remember a classmate of mine, um, she had gone to see that movie the night before. And she, she came to see, because I, I was in college at the time. And she came and she was just all over that I mean, she just loved it she just kept talking about how how you know it's like one of those films i guess you see and it just has a really strong impact on you one before of the emotionally internet, moving before the internet before you the, hear from friends yeah oh, I did. this 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 so word wonderful. of mouth and stuff yeah yeah so but then um there was something oh back to the future three i saw that one yeah um I, I think the thing I like about it is that they go back in time to the Wild West. Wild, thing. Wild West. That's probably, I mean, it's it's decent. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I, I mean, I liked it. Cowboys. The best part of that movie is the kid standing on the train at the end, and he gestures, sort of come here with his hand, and then points to his dick. Oh, it's been a while. I've only seen that movie once. Yeah, I completely I forgot I... about that part. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. Reference Here... to um, Fistful of Dollars, though, in that, in that movie. Because it was referenced. I didn't, remember, I didn't remember that. But Arachnophobia yeah, will probably a... be my one of my top three of 1990. Wait, what? Arachnophobia. That's why I pulled his uh, comment up, because he mentioned arachnophobia. Mm. Um, 
that was a really fun film. If you don't like spiders, um, it might give you nightmares. Then, yeah. Yeah. But Jeff I really was a doctor in a small town and mm -hmm. it came overrun with spiders. Yep. And it, it was like a spider that came from what somewhere in South America or some jungle or something in South America. Yeah, that was a really wow. fun film. I forgot Flatliners. Yeah, and Trimmers, another I, really really good film. That, wait, that came out in ninety. Trimmers. Yes. Mm -hmm. That has um. Kevin uh, Bacon and Fred. Yeah, Perry. Bacon. I want to call him Bacon. Yeah got him in it. it has to do with the these what big gigantic worm creatures yeah. underneath. it's a fun That's movie a, i think it has reba mcintyre in it as well i remember seeing clips of, uh, of it whenever you had it on television one time yeah it's speaking fun. of uh remakes uh i just read recently kevin bacon was talking about he really really wanted to remake tremors and mm -hmm. uh studios have been close for years to remaking it but he said it keeps falling through. But for some reason, he really wants to remake it. I wonder hmm. why, because the first one was so good. I don't know. Just make a sequel. Or Maybe, something. like, does he want to remake it with him in it? I think so, yeah. Or e either a sequel or a remake. But yeah, I was reading somewhere on the internet just a week or two ago. A sequel would make more sense, but they've made other Tremors movies since then, and I don't remember if the others had any of the same people in it. Do you know? Do you remember? I don't even know if I've seen Tremors, to be honest. Oh, you haven't. You should watch I, well, it. I haven't it's either. Fun. Oh, my goodness. It's fun. It's like a cult classic, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it is really good. Just overall, very fun film. Um, I haven't seen Die Hard 2. I've seen the first one. I don't remember what that was about. That was Die airport Hard. one. That was the airport one. Okay. Is that the one with Samuel Jackson in it? Or was he in Yeah, that's three. three. He was in three. Okay. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay. Yeah, I, all these run together. After the first one, all of them sort of kind of, the rest of them meld together. And I don't remember what they're what I they're would about. like to watch Die Hard 2. Because, I mean, I I think I heard it's pretty good. Um, Jacob's Ladder, yeah. I remember that was a weird movie. And I remember not really liking it too much at the time. Just because it was, it was one of those films. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet or not. But it was one of those films that, you know, you have, it has, um, I think, Tim, Tim, Tim Robbins Robin. in it. Yeah. It's and they Christmas remade movie. it. They remade it. With, yeah, I've uh, heard it's really like a psychologically creepy type film. Yeah. Do you remember the twist at the end? I haven't seen it, but I've heard. Oh, you haven't seen it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to. I know it's been 30 years, but I, I probably not as many people have seen that as some of the others on the top 10 list. So I won't spoil it. Yes, I would agree. It's a Christmas movie. What is? Which one? The Die Hard. <gasps> <laughs> I thought they were talking about Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, I thought they were talking about Kindergarten Cop because it came out in December. No, die Hard. <laughs> okay. Die Hard. The first Die Hard. I yeah, don't know the about first Die Hard too. Oh yeah, absolutely. It absolutely is. It's a nice family friendly. Oh, so a nice family Christmas friendly movie. Christmas film. 
one film on this list that actually surprised me a little bit was number eight. Presumed that, Innocent? Yeah. That I haven't seen that, me. but it has Harrison Ford in it. Yeah. it's what I think it might be one of his lesser known films, but I remember seeing it and I remember the twist at the end. I watched it because it was Harrison Ford. I loved yeah. Harrison Ford. So, And also the girl who plays in Die Hard 1 and 2 as the wife, she was in that. Um, that uh -oh. movie. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Have any My of you dad ruined Harrison Ford for me. He did? Why? He How? didn't like him. And I said, why didn't you like him? He's Han Solo. He's Indiana Jones. What's what's not to like about Harrison Ford? Uh, and he said, looks like a farmer. I've never been able to unsee it. What? Wait, a He what? looks like a farmer. Yeah. Farmer? So that's all you think when you see Harrison Ford? That yeah, he's a that's farmer? That's all I see. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I mean well, he came he was close in, to it in Witness. witness. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought he used to Probably run farming like his a... own weed these days. <laughs> oh, does he? I would imagine so. Oh. I, I, I mean, I thought I heard he used to take care of animals at like a, a an animal uh, store or shop. That's funny. Uh, you know, he used to have pet rats. Remember, Mom? Oh, yes, I know, because they were talking about that when they were filming. He I mean, he talked about it. When, yeah, uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. When they were filming um, The Last Crusade. So you could say he was um, taking care of animals. Kind of like a farmer. <laughs> I, I, he doesn't strike. I think he used to be in construction, unless I'm mixing that up with Arnold. But I carpentry. Think he, carpentry. Yeah, carpentry. That's it. He did. Pacific uh, Hot. Oh, I, I, I forgot that that came out in 1990. I saw that. Um, have you ever heard of the Swordsman? It looks like a... It's a Hong Kong movie. Probably not. Mm -mm. Is yeah. uh, Corey Michaels going to show up at any point? Well, he said he might would, but that was the last we heard of him. Oh, he he told me he wouldn't be able to make it, but probably, oh, 90, probably 91. Okay, no. 91. Well, Wait, that's the most one. important. I know, yeah, I know that's the most important. <laughs> that's going to be your favorite one of all time. I know okay. why. We all know why. Um, People in the comments section could take a guess on why. Because I think he's a big uh, Goodfellas fan, so I thought we would wait for him, but he's not. I think he would have been here by now if he was going to show up. We're almost 40 minutes into it. Yeah. Um, uh, Robocop 2 came out. Robocop 2. To be yeah. honest, I have never seen the first one nor the others. I only the only one I saw was the remake. I actually like the remake. A lot of people hated it. We were talking about remakes and how they're very rarely good, but I think I think part of the reason why I liked it was because I like Joel Kinnaman. Okay, yeah, so it worked for me. But I mean, honestly, I've never been really into RoboCop. A lot of people love that movie and think it's really wonderful a lot of people um compare it to you know terminator obviously but i don't think it's as good to, okay you agree with me thank you it's i mean pretty, it's okay it's i love it a love lot of people in my really opinion there are a handful of perfect movies off the top of my head i can think of terminator 2 tremors and robocop yeah a lot of people really love robocop what about the second one since it came i don't out? I 90. couldn't tell you what the second one was about. The second one sucks. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> what were you getting ready to say, Simon? No. Uh, 
Oh, just They're... the second one sucks. It was directed oh. by uh, Erwin Kirshner. It's Erwin or Erwin? Can't never remember. And the, who is he? The director of uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh. Wait, really? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. And yet but... this one wasn't as good? No. Uh, as far as I remember, the plot is that there is a drug on the streets with a drug lord, and their idea for a new Terminator is to capture one of the capture the drug lord and put him in a Terminator, or put him in a in the suit, the Robocop, Robocop suit. Yeah. Oh, and then Robocop and the drug lord fight as robots, and it just it makes no sense. Oh, and there's this yeah. little kid, there's like an 11 year old kid who's like one of the henchmen, and it just completely oh. ruins the film. Wow. So sorry, man. Uh, what what about RoboCop? Uh, do you love like what what makes it a perfect film for perfect, you? Yeah. <sighs> they're just they're no wasted scenes. It is. It's efficient. Schlocky but self aware, yeah. and it actually has something to say, and yeah, it's just I love it. So you love the idea, kind of uh maybe more than the execution or no i love the execution more than the idea actually okay because i mean it felt the, to idea, the concept of robocop is stupid it's oh. absolutely ridiculous but the execution paul verhoeven just made it a social commentary and it actually had something to say you know i guess it's more like just a good old time film you mm. you I'm interested to see what you think about it whenever you get around to watching it, Arturo. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, I I wouldn't mind watching it. I mean, I, I saw bits of it, I think, when you were watching it, Mom. And then I saw bits of it whenever my dad was watching when we were going down to Florida that one time. But, yeah, um, I wouldn't mind. I just, I just know that it there was that one part. Okay, this is at the very beginning, but... Where he gets shot up, yeah, so badly. I just that to me felt very um, the way he was shot up felt very painful. Uh, well, more. I don't know what <laughs> no, word. It looked really bad. Well, yeah, like it was terrible. Slightly. Would you say maybe slightly cartoony a little bit? Just the way he got shot up. The way he got shot mm. up. Yeah, I mean, I could be. I don't know the right word to say. It just to me it felt very uh unrealistic how he got shot up, but I don't know. Okay, it's, well see, I was, just remember it it looking really brutal and awful. I well, don't yeah, brutal feeling like it was cartoony, but it was a shot well, while. it was a shotgun that they used to hurt him. I think it was really yeah. just an effects limitation. Because I remember yeah. that scene yeah. and he's just busy lying there and the squibs are going off and he's screaming with putting his head from side to side with no movement yeah. in his body. And I think that's probably the thing that's Makes it unrealistic to you. I just know. I remember how it ends, though, but I won't say it here for those that haven't seen it. Well, then, then you've yeah. pretty much almost basically seen the movie. Not really. I haven't watched <laughs> it like from start to all finish. the way through. Yeah, no, no. It's just I know it's a little. I guess a little similar to the remake, but not really. Just different. It's think, have you ever seen that famous uh, fan picture? It was at some Comic-Con or something like that, but Paul Weller's standing there beside a fan with the biggest smile on his face. And her T-shirt says, 
remember that time Robocop shot that guy in the dick? <laughs> that yeah. reminds me of that. That reminds me. Okay, so you guys or somebody, we were having a live stream discussion before, and I mentioned that someone had had suggested that I watch what was it, scene thirty eight or scene something, whatever. I can't, it was like, it's like a fan uh, recreation of this scene, and I completely forgotten about the part in RoboCop when that happened, when he shot somebody, <laughs> when he shot somebody there. I completely forgot about that part, but this whole fan remake thing was, it was so ridiculous. I did a reaction to it, but I'm not going to put it up because <laughs> have you guys seen it? Do you guys even know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. You do. Okay. I do. Were you the yeah, one that well, suggested it to me? Okay. I can't remember who suggested it to I, me. I already know what she said. Like she you told don't think me. So. Okay. It was so terrible. It's like, I am not putting this up. So like, basically, here's the premise. It's the scene where, where someone's getting attacked. Robocop, it's a girl, she's getting attacked. She's about to be raped by these guys. Robocop shows up and he shoots him. He shoots him in the penis. And then all these other people that are attacking women start showing up left and right, about ready to attack a different women. And he, so he's just shooting them all. He shoots them all in the penis. And all these penises are flying around and it's oh like so gross i'm like i'm not i'm not gonna do this <laughs> did you like stop halfway into it i didn't stop halfway into it but i did say something so in there about it. that i am not i'm not going to i was just horrified it was like it was so <laughs> gross it was like i'm not gonna put this up i can't and then i was thinking to myself did this happen in the first movie i don't remember this so I think it was only one person he shot in the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad. Well, yeah. I Maybe at yeah, some point down the road, I'll try to get around to watching the first RoboCop movie. You would you would probably. I mean, I think you would probably like it. Yeah. I, it's kind of the same with me. Like, RoboCop didn't, like, impress me as much. But I don't know. I'm, I mean, you know, when you get older, you kind of have different changes change your mind it yeah. seems like uh because it was post terminator i i feel like uh they wanted to do that it so felt, it felt short with the production quality on robocop um it seems like it 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 could have definitely used a either a bigger budget or better effects or something but does does anyone else feel like that like Absolutely I mean, not. I feel like yeah, it's. I think it was fine how it, like from what I've seen, like just the effects at the time. I mean, it was successful. Did like either of you guys scene, the final scene of the movie? I guess I won't say it, but oh yeah, with the I think I well, kinda, yeah. the arms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, not, that was a bad effect, shelf. But like, it it seems it was like. Yeah. Did I think you guys... everything was great. But yeah, you... Robocop 2 came out in 90. Sadly wasn't as oh, good from what seven. Simon said. Yeah, well, this the second the reason we're talking about Robocop is because the second one. The second one came out in 90. 90. Um, you know, I mean, it's funny because usually sequels are either a hit or a miss. And sadly, Robocop most 2 most of the time they miss. feel like they're a miss. It's like to it's, me. 
you want to succeed from the the previous film so it's like why not i don't know you like need a better like writer to do to do a sequel it seems like the second film is usually worse and then the third one is like better than the second but not quite as good as the good as the first yeah like uh, uh iron man money grab and then the third yeah. is like real good you know yeah it's like yeah. uh friday the 13th like how the second one was actually better than the first and then the fourth one was better than the third one well works. movies that are coming to mind when you said what you said joe is iron man like i mm. felt like the second one was weak the third one was better the second than the second one but not as good as the first but with regard to robocop did either of you get the impression that it felt like it was kind of like a not necessarily a ripoff of terminator but kind of uh sort of cashing in on that concept of a cyborg type maybe concept but i don't think it was like least from terminator if terminator hadn't come out it might not have been made it was made because of terminator but the script had been was predates terminator or at least the release of terminator okay all right that's interesting i didn't know that i'll have to rewatch that one yeah i do i do like it i do like the movie yeah, I didn't hate it, but it was just one of those, it was one of those movies where um, I just don't, I'm not super in love with it. You know, kind of like how, like Total Recall, super popular. A lot of people really love it. I'm not crazy about it. It's got Arnold in it. I'll watch it because it's Arnold, but it just doesn't, like it doesn't click with me. I mean, like I've, I've mentioned films. this before. You kind of have to take things with a grain of salt. Like you may not like something as much that's what other people make a big deal out, out of this, which, you know, I've kind of like done that kind of like get my anticipation up that much because you don't know. Yeah. It's great, but then you go and watch it's like, it's okay. I guess I get, I guess I get annoyed when I build up an expectation in my mind about how a movie is going to be based on what I hear, how other people feel about it. Yeah. And then I'm disappointed in it. So not really disappointed but okay army of the dead i'm still pissed off about that movie yes definitely <laughs> and it still shows because I'm, I'm thinking about you know how what uh, good buzz it was getting beforehand and then it was just it was yeah, awful seems alongside social what do you say robocop is kind of like making fun of itself sometimes mm-hmm. paul verhoeven didn't want to make it initially but his wife read it and convinced him to make it because he thought it was just a stupid premise a stupid dumb action flick but then rereading it he saw ways he could inject that social satire into it and make it actually be about something okay that's interesting interesting. what else did he what else did he make starship troopers oh that was him black book i think it was called Okay. Now, has anybody heard of Days of Thunder? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Tom you guys, did you guys like that Martin. movie? I never saw it. He did Total Recall. Paul Verhoeven did Total Recall. He did. Basic Instinct, Showgirls, Starship Troopers, Hollow Man, Black Book. Oh, he yeah. did Basic Instinct. 
Oh, wow. That's so interesting. I don't always remember who does what uh, in these in these big movies. It's it's very rare that I can connect the dots of what uh, a director has done. Wow. He's he's done a lot of. He's done a lot of films. That's interesting. Okay. That's a uh, Days of Thunder is a sports show, movie. NASCAR. It's a yeah, race car driver. Tom Cruise. That was yeah. when he met his future wife, Nicole yeah. Kidman. Um, yeah, I think that one did very well. That was one of his uh, bombs, if you could call it that. Was it really? I didn't remember that it had bombed. I guess because I just I just realized it was, you know, I was aware of it, but I wasn't really tapped into it. I think it bombed. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. But it seems like it bombed at the time. Well, it, yeah, it might have. Jet Jetsons, the movie came out this oh, year. Oh, gosh. Did it? Is that the yeah. cartoon? Yeah. Animation. There were a lot of films, but um, have have either of you guys seen Flashback? Backtrack? It was called Flashback. It had um, Kiefer Sutherland and Dennis Hopper in it. I saw that once, and I remembered that I enjoyed it okay, but I've completely forgotten about it until I was going through this list and so looking at it. the tiniest of bells. Yeah, it's the tiniest of bells. Okay. It's it's an adventure comedy film. Um, I think didn't also Flatliners come out in 1990? It did. Did that? What did you guys think about that? I liked it. I was a goth, so all things. You were a goth. <laughs> death and resurrection. Uh, okay. Did you see the remake? Uh, did I? No, I don't think so. I didn't either. That had. Uh, Kiefer and Julia Roberts and who else was in that? Well, I think was Wait. Jason Patrick in that too, or no? no. It was a lot of young Kevin like, Bacon? stars, young. Uh, Julia Roberts uh, was in there, if I remember. Yeah, okay. Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts, William Baldwin, Oliver Platt, Kevin uh, Bacon. Yeah, I remember they were trying to make William Baldwin a star, and that didn't really work. Okay, I gotta uh, remember who. You know who what else came out is. this year? Um, Young Guns Two. Oh yeah, it, which I have never seen. Yeah, neither neither have I. Have any of you guys seen Young Guns Two? Yep. Can't remember anything about it. That was thirty years ago. <laughs> okay, you know what I remember about what? it? I remember the song, <laughs> the John Bon Jovi song. Blaze of Glory. Like, Blaze of Glory. That was like that was playing all over the place when Even that the... when that movie came out. Even I heard the sequel of this wasn't as good as the first one. Did but you hear they're they're supposed to be doing another one? How is that possible? Well, my question exactly. I so mean, I, I, I thought I I heard. I mean, I heard how it ends because you know, in reality, with the real people, I mean. How is that possible to resurrect them? For it's a Young Guns Flatliners crossover. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> or good Young one. Guns of the Dead. I remember something. Dead Calm, and I think that had Nicole Kidman in it. But that was that, that was 1980. I don't. Yeah, that oh, wasn't. Um, DuckTales, the movie. 
Oh Treasure my of the Lost Lamp. I don't remember that. <laughs> DuckTales, the movie? The movie? Yeah. Animated movie. Uh, I remember Mousetrap. We're t- Here we are going backwards to the 1980s, but I remember Mousetrap. Why are we going Christ- backwards? Christopher inside? Reeve and Michael Caine. These are... Uh, it, it's making me remember things that I saw a long time ago, maybe once. That was it. And I liked it. Okay. Uh, what about Edward Scissorhands? Oh yeah, that was a that has grown into a cult classic. Oh, I saw Candy, that once. Did Candyman come out ninety? Uh, I thought Candyman came I out. I think that's ninety one. Oh oh. Yeah, it's not. It's not nineteen ninety. Um, oh, Exorcist, the third Exorcist movie came out in ninety. That was actually a pretty good film. Exorcist three. That's funny, like an, a sequel to another sequel that's better than the second one. Yeah, I thought it was decent. Um, it, as far as Edward Scissorhands, I saw it once, and it has grown in popularity, I think, since then. it's become. I think it's become like a cult classic type of thing. It was okay. It was different. <laughs> Chuck Norris has For a sure. Film. Chuck Norris has a film here in, in 90. Delta Force 2. Oh, I, I just remember the first Delta Force. No, this is the Young, second Okay. One. Yeah, that's what he's talking about, what I was mentioning about Young Guns. Yeah, Emilio probably wants to do anything right about now. Right. <laughs> that's right. Poor Emilio. Yeah. Wait, is that the, uh, the guy that played the Indian? No, that's the guy who played Billy the Kid. Oh, oh. Which, thinking, you know, it's funny. We've been, you've been watching Longmire and it's got that guy. Well, that's what you're thinking about, Lou Diamond Phillips. I love Longmire. I think I'm going to do a review of that. I actually, I actually, I actually like that actor. He's something about Lou him. Diamond Phillips? Yeah, yeah. I like him too. First he time just, I ever saw him was in La Bamba. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, he's in Young Guns. He's kind of got this cool attitude. Just chill. I thought he was really cool in the first movie. And Oh yeah, and Young Guns. When he would do, he did this scene with the knife. He had this knife, and th- they were they were in this town, like hiding behind this this uh, I don't know, like a partial wall or something. And uh, Keeper was looking for the, he was trying to, I guess, spy when the the girl that he liked when she was going to come out with this guy. And they were talking, and I just remember that Lou Diamond Phillips co- was talking about. Billy the Kid, and he called him El Chivato, Billy the Kid, and he had this knife in his hand, and he did this little twisty thing. I thought that was so freaking cool. It was just like a couple seconds, <laughs> but for some reason, I never forgot it. I thought it was really cool what he did. Um, have you ever heard of White Hunter Black Heart? It looks like it's a Clint no. Eastwood movie. It's a Clint Eastwood movie. Is it really? Yeah, I never heard of it until now. Had you guys heard of that film? Uh-uh. What's it called? White Hunter Blackheart. It's a no. It's based on the 1953 book of the same name. It's in the set in the 1950s. In Clint Eastwood's character travels to Africa for his next film. I don't remember this movie at all. Nope, neither have I. That's interesting. He Did directed anyone... it. Yeah, he directed. He acted in it. What was that, Joe? 
Did anyone remember a movie called Awakenings with Robert De Niro? And yeah. Mm -hmm. Robin Williams, right? Yes, I think Robin Williams was in it. Was that was it that nineteen ninety yeah. as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Was that the movie that... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, though. No. no, no, I was just gonna say I only saw it once. So. Oh, I think that was the movie that put Robin Williams on the act on the map as a dramatic actor. Yeah, that's what I kind of remembered it as. Uh, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but I remember it had some good performances from him and Robert De Niro, of course. So, um, Good Morning Vietnam didn't get him acknowledged as because he was wasn't that kind well, of a dramatic role. It was dramatic, but he was very manic in it. Okay, you know, it was it was very much Robin Williams doing his thing, whereas Awakenings was. A very subdued performance different what about i di didn't dead poet society when did that come out 88 89. that was kind of a dramatic role yeah yeah it? so that would be it yeah okay um, dead poet society? the remake of night of the living dead came out this year and george romero was a screen screenwriter i don't think i've ever seen the remake I saw a little bit of it when you had it on because you thought it was like in color. <laughs> you mix that up with the uh, remake. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought they had just taken the original and colored it. Yeah, that's oh. what you, but then you found out it was just the remake. So then I did see it, but then I forgot all about well, it. Well, no, you saw bits of it. I don't think you even Parts did. of it. Okay. They made six more Tremors movies. I had a feeling there were a lot. <laughs> that's funny. And also, yeah, Child's Play 2. That's another one I want to watch. That came out this year. That franchise is, seems to be really popular. But Which one? The Child's Play movies. Oh, yeah. Like, people really love them, even though, I mean, I, I feel like the ones after the first one weren't really all that well, great. I thought I heard the second one was fine. I don't remember if I even saw it. If I, I kind of went didn't. back and watched a lot of them the last couple years uh, when I was kind of watching all the It stuff. I uh, did the same thing. Yeah, my son got got really into Pennywise and stuff, so he I showed him some scary movies. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, the Child's Play was a little too much at first, but uh, he likes he likes them. I thought they were all pretty good. The second one I remember being pretty good. I don't know if I really, you know, they went on with like the seed of Chucky and the bride of Chucky. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah. Later, but um, yeah, the first few were probably good. The first one's really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like the first one. Really, It's cool. kind of funny too, though. He's such um, a, yeah, he, I mean, this asshole in a doll. Well, okay, Arthur, the guy who, who played the, yeah, the bad he told me but what was okay what well was so actor? he was in he was in deadwood his name is brad dorif i think okay that's his name he was in deadwood he was one of my favorite characters in deadwood but he also <clears throat> played in the exorcist three. Oh, okay yeah he's been in a lot of stuff wasn't he worm tongue in lord of the rings yes he was i think he was He's but a really yeah, good actor. In ninety, uh, the Michael Gross who played Bert Gummer is nothing like his character. What's this in reference to? 
Hey, lady. <laughs> Are they talking to you? <laughs> I, I, I think. I mean, I recognize, I recognize this, the, he, he's one of my subs. I recognize his name, but um, I'm not sure what he's referring to. I'm going to have to look up. For oh, Michael oh, and Trimmers. Wasn't that the dad from uh, Family Ties? Michael Gross? The Michael Gross who played Burt Gummer is nothing like his character. So Burt Gummer is, a, oh, Jesus. Burt, Burt Gummer is a character from, from, Oh, okay. no, it's, it's, um, you, he's, he's one of those actors where you know his face, but I'll put it in the private chat. Uh, Predator 2 came out this year, which, uh, Predator 2, that's right, the one with Danny Glover and Maria Conchita Alonso. Oh, hold on, Simon, I'm just now seeing your stuff in the private chat. Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Oh, you got all the list of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I heard that Predator 2 wasn't, like, I know it wasn't as good as the first one, obviously, but I heard it wasn't that bad. Sorry, I'm distracted by... Yeah, it's kind of meh. Meh. I wasn't super crazy about it. The only real thing it did was introduce aliens into the Predator franchise. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? I I haven't. Wait, you talking... Oh, oh, at the at the end? Are you talking about the end mm-hmm. of, of Predator? Yeah, that's right, because it shows in his trophy room, right? Yep, she was an alien skull. I remember that was a big twisty thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then wait, it, is Predator technically a prequel to the Alien franchise? Well, it wouldn't be I, a prequel. Well, because let's be real, the well, alien, alien franchise yeah. is set in the future. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's like, right. Timeline wise, you know? Mm-hmm. There, I think that Alien versus Predator took off in the comics. And then it just kind of seeped into the movies. Oh, so the comics, that integration happened in the comics first, then. That mm-hmm. wasn't something thought up just for the movie. Yeah. Okay. Now I hear they want to do. Uh, one of the directors wants Jason to have like a, a duel with uh, Michael Myers. Would oh, you see yeah. that, Mom? I, yes, I didn't read the article, but I saw the headline. Yeah, at the end of Predator Two, um, the Predator gives Danny Glover like a what's it called? Not a musket, flintlock pistol. Does an award. I almost thought that would be a good jumping-off point for a Predator sequel, like a swashbuckling pirate kind from, of thing with a yeah. predator yeah from another time period you mean yeah like what? 16th century or something like yeah. that yeah that would be interesting they should you know what that would be cool actually because all of the predator movies have taken place in present day as of the the making of those films that would be actually really cool if they did show something Maybe go back like, during you know mm-hmm. blackbeard's time period or something yeah let's, yeah let's change it up a bit I did see Sleepwalkers. That was gross. The whole, yeah, that was gross. I guess I'll be avoiding that one then. I'm not. I mean, just the idea of what was going on in there was disturbing. That had Mark. That had Mark Hamill in it, by the way. Mm -hmm. Wait, Sleepwalk. What? It came out this year. Mm -hmm. Sleepwalkers. Hold on. Someone brought it up. So are you thinking about sleepers? No, Sleepwalker. No, I'm, I'm talking about Turturro. Sleepwalkers is the one about the 
alien cat type creatures shift shifting oh okay yeah i don't know what year that came out but i think he brought it up because we were we were talking about disturbing stephen king uh <laughs> material and that was disturbing it came out in 92 92 so okay it had um well, because he brought up he brought up um mark hamill or no you brought up mark hamill there was, was an, in there there was an anime that like film that was adapted into a movie that mark hamill was in and that was the guyver that's that scene ever put on film you said it was the guyver the guyver is the movie you're thinking of oh, the anime I, movie that was the guyver never, oh oh i don't know if he just left or if we no he didn't say anything in the private chat so i don't know what where he went off to yeah that i think that oh yeah tremors the gun nut yeah this is reference back to um the person that the yeah i had to look him up because i couldn't remember I couldn't remember who he was. Are you going to try to invite Joe back on? Well, he's got the link. He can okay. come back on. Maybe he had to go, but he didn't say anything. So I didn't. Maybe he accidentally hit the leave studio button. <laughs> Internet problems, maybe. Maybe. Oh, there he is. Sorry. Hey, you went away. You went away. <laughs> I was Xing out the chat and it took me out totally. Oh, I wondered if maybe you would hit the hit the, the wrong button. Yeah, or it, it does say leave. I didn't read it. Oh, oh yeah, leave studio. You had like and, the chat up on the screen, and I was trying to figure out how to get the chat down. Oh, the private chat? Had you opened up the private chat or the regular chat? I think so. Yeah. The um, Godfather's Part Three came out in ninety. Oh, that was the one that had Sofia Coppola in it, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With only writer was originally meant to play that role, but I, she backed oh, out. Yeah. And did yeah, so at the last minute, Sofia Coppola came in and ruined the movie. Did, no, she direct, did she direct the movie or was she just an actress in it? She was an actress. She was like, what, 14? Yeah, she was young. I just remember that it got a lot of bad, it, it got a bad rap because, and, and a lot of the complaints were aimed at her. Um, oh, but wow. I only saw that movie once so i couldn't tell you uh and i did i don't like godfather movies so i just didn't like it anyway just because it was a godfather movie if you um, hadn't seen if you hadn't seen the first two and it was a standalone movie it probably would have been great but a lot of people just compared it to one and two which were all-time great films so what was and it yeah, i think people yeah didn't like her as an actress and you know, her dad had directed them, so I guess he, they thought that she shouldn't have been in it and stuff mm. like that. I mean, okay. I, it's a good movie. It has Andy Garcia in it. Yeah. And she's in it. Uh, Al Pacino is kind of older now, but it's a good movie. But obviously, one and two are incredible, in my opinion. So speaking of Al Pacino, Simon, where did that GIF come from? What movie was that from? That was from Godfather Three. I was always wondering. Mm -hmm. I was wondering. So, Mom, that's what she said when you came back in the chat. Me back in. Is what? that where he says they keep pulling me back in or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You should have said that when you came back into the chat. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I funny. didn't know this, but. Apparently, Fresh Prince started this year. Oh, mm -hmm. the show. 
That was yeah. a good show. I really liked that. I, I thought, yeah, I I kind of want to buy the collection for that. <laughs> Are we on to the shows now? Well, I don't know if we're officially on to it, but Arturo must have been. I mean, I, I suggest, like, TV shows are suggested. If we have time, yeah, to want. talk about TV shows. Yes, but we have mentioned Misery. Um, there was a Fresh Friends reunion show aired last year. It's quite good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was that, was that an actual, was it, was that just them getting together and talking, right? Mm -hmm. or, or, well, okay, yeah. That's what was, I thought. But I thought it started in 94 for some reason. No, it was earlier. Yeah, yeah it, so it, it went on from nineteen ninety to ninety six. Yeah, I remember. Um, it did That's you see true. the reunion show? I only saw bits of it, just bits. They were and they were talking about you know the also the guy that passed recently, right? The father. Yeah, the the dad. Um, I didn't. I didn't. Every Brooks. Mm -hmm. it, that was his name. Did you did you guys watch the reunion show? Yeah. You did. Well, I heard that they talked about that Will Smith and the girl who played his, his yeah, that they talked about the the problem. Mm -hmm. Can you summarize that, like what what whatever they talked about during the reunion show? Uh, basically, she said I had a lot of stuff going on in my life that I didn't really want to talk about on set, and it came out as being sort of unfriendly, oh. and Will was too young to realize didn't have enough experience to realize or to recognize what she was going through. Oh, okay. So oh. that turned into antagonism. Oh. Oh, goodness. Yeah. yeah. I thought I heard there wasn't, there was a little bit of an issue on set with one of the actresses and Will They Smith. replaced her with somebody else uh, because Will and the actress weren't getting along, but I never really knew, I never really knew what the problem was. And then I heard that they had talked about it in the reunion uh, episode, but I never, I hadn't watched it. I've got it in my to watch list, but I hadn't seen it yet. But I, I've been thinking I wanted to buy like just the the whole show itself. It's and a so, good you show. Know, I I remember they re re um aired it on what Nick at Night, I think. And some of the some of those episodes were really funny. Um, and there were some sad ones too. But the there was the one where his girlfriend tied him up in the oh, chair yeah. and. He had the what like I didn't she leave him there or something? Yeah, she lived in there and he was able to get out, but that was because of like I guess his candle. So he puts like his both of his foot up on on the candle to burn the, the rope and it like burned him burned his foot a bit. And he like whenever she sees that he escaped and he comes behind her and he's like kind of limping because of the burn. Oh, and then at the very end he was tied up hanging up on the on the um on the rope oh gosh i have a big memory and of that at the end of that episode you know his uh his um cousin cousin the yeah the smaller guy carlton yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he will smith's character brings up something about that about his about the girlfriend and he kind of he starts like running all over the place on every stage yes but, but is, that, is that the episode and then he drags his legs, drags him, yeah, the floor, gonna, and then I'm he gonna... runs, and then he runs to like the store. He even runs to where the people are watching. You can see the audience. Set. Yeah, yeah, that like, was really funny. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, Carlton was my favorite character. Because of that dance. That. Yeah, the Carlton <laughs> dance. Yes. Yeah. They have uh, every year. They have the uh, in golf. They have the Pebble Beach Pro Am tournament. Um, 
where they pair the pros up with like celebrities and stuff. Uh And uh, he's, he's a pretty good golfer. So they invite him every year, Carlton. Uh And he always does that dance. That's an iconic dance. It was so awesome. (laughs) So funny. Yeah. I would say probably. um, Oh, sorry, Simon, go ahead. He took that dance from uh, Courtney Cox dancing in Bruce Springs thing. That video. Yeah, I can't remember what the song uh, was. Was it Dancing, dancing in, in the Dark? dark. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I was going to say Dancing in the Night, but that didn't sound right. Okay, that's where he took that from. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Yeah, I didn't remember that. I remember I what say, it looks like, though, yeah. I would say probably my favorite TV show would probably be, like, when it started in 9D, would probably be Fresh Prince. That was fun. Yeah, I honestly don't remember many shows from 1990. I was actually looking. There was. There I was made this... a little list. Um, okay. You want me to run through the list? Yeah, yeah, because I yeah. I didn't even look them up at all myself. I mean, I have um, some up here too, but. Yeah. So what what premiered in '90? I have Twin Peaks, In Living Color, okay. Dream One, Fresh Prince, Law and Order, Tiny Toon Adventures, and Beverly Hills 90210. Oh my oh. goodness! Yeah, those were some. Pretty like Beverly Hills 90210. That thing went on forever. What was one of the earlier ones you said? Twin, you said Peaks. Twin Peaks, but you yeah, said- Twin Peaks, the David Lynch series. Yeah, uh, I remember that. The Laura Palmer who killed Laura Palmer. My my friend. Uh, fr- yeah, my my he's a man. Well, he was a manager. That. Yeah, he he's one of my friends. He yeah, I always see him talk about Twin Peaks. I have no idea. One one nine and all that. Um, one, yeah, it's it was- uh. They came out a few years ago on mm-hmm. Showtime. They had Twin Peaks: The Return, which was like yeah. season three and maybe season four. And I had never seen the original show, and we just started watching The Return <laughs> on Showtime, and it made no sense to me. And so we, oh, yeah, but we liked it. My wife and I watched them all. We really liked it. They were really weird. And then we went back and watched the original series, which was two seasons, and we thought, now it'll make sense. And then it made even less sense. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, I yeah. I started it, watching. I really enjoyed it. It's a great uh, series. Really weird stuff, you know. Is it supernatural? It doesn't give you any answers, you know. You gotta. It makes you think about what's going on and all that. Mm. So. But really good. I don't think it's supernatural. Because... Okay. I never finished. I only st- I started watching it, and um, I never finished because it was just a little bit too off the wall and kooky to me. And the only thing I was interested in was to find out who killed Laura Palmer. And then when I found out by reading, I was like, "Oh, okay. Why did I have a feeling that was the case?" <laughs> so the Showtime series was a lot more supernatural than the original. The original so was, was kind of more like a family TV show, you know, um, and the the Showtime series was a lot more out there. So mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was supernatural stuff. Well, see, because yeah. Yeah. there's a okay. game I'm interested to play called Alan Wake, and I heard that they took inspiration from Twin Peaks, or it kind of feels like Twin Peaks. So that's why I was thinking, does it have supernatural elements in it? Yeah, the the original and the uh, return are very different, but um, they're all David Lynch, you know, involved. So he's 
he's different. Like his films and stuff he does. Yeah, it's like you can't always wrap your brain around what he's doing. He's got what I like is that there's there's so many different characters that he uses and there's so many connections that it really kind of engulfs you and keeps you guessing and wondering uh, about who's really involved in what. And it's really about a town. It kind of introduces so many characters in this town. And so you never know, you know, who, who matters and who doesn't and who did what. And it's, it's really, uh, he's a really unique uh, filmmaker, I guess. So, the, and I the, haven't seen like Eraserhead, and I know he's got a lot of uh, Blue Velvet. Yeah, I've Blue Velvet's Blue weird. Velvet. I've seen Mulholland Drive. Uh, I don't think I've seen Inland Empire, or and I know I haven't seen Eraserhead, but Most yeah. Highway. Uh, like no. Did you like Twin Peaks, Simon? I really can't remember it that much. I remember enjoying it at the time, but I never went back to it. Well, so the first two seasons, what did it come to a resolution or were you left hanging about stuff? Um, you were pretty much left hanging. It kind of, I think when they made it, they thought there was going to be another season and there okay. wasn't. So it wasn't like, it wasn't done. But by like 2015 or whenever it came back, yeah, you know they, it was really strange how they started it. It wasn't really linear. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's really odd. But they did kind of tie everything back together by the end of the new show. So that, so that new show did, so it kind of wraps stuff up and it's done. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I mean as much as. They wanted it to be. But that's like good for I the said, fans. You know, you've got some sort like of... a, Yeah, he's kind of more like Stanley Kubrick, where he doesn't want to give you the answers to the movies. You know, he wants to raise the questions, I guess. Um, so if you're into that. You I'm know. not. Yeah, that's my probably, why, definitely not into <laughs> that's probably that. why I was that's those kinds of things, sometimes they work. But uh, most of the time, for me, they don't. That's why I steer. I think it works. Clearer than, than, I'm than kind of, yeah. yeah, I'm kind of jumping into the game aspect, but I think it worked in Silent Hill too. It made you question things. When oh, I forgot he had done the Elephant Man, and I have never seen the Straight Story. Yeah, his least strange one. That's the thing about Lynch. His stuff is so strange. Uh, like you said, and it's got this, it's unresolved stuff. And I uh, open-ended things. And I, most of the time, I'm not a fan of those things. So um, to, to me, it feels like, uh, you know how you wake up and you have a really strange string of dreams and you can remember them. It's as if he films those and then puts them out there. Unless you decide. Nothing, yeah, nothing makes sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think uh, Lynch is interested in the subconscious, but he does have a language to it. Um, for example, I remember watching an interview with him where he said that to him, smoke means creation. So if you then go back and watch movies where he's 
filmed smoke beautifully, it kind of makes more sense. You can read more into the scene. Oh, yeah. So I think he's got sort of a box of tricks, a, a language where, right. okay, smoke represents this, something else represents this, and that's how he films it. That's why it remains engaging. You sort of pick up on it subconsciously, but hmm. not really consciously. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, he's, he's definitely different. Have you ever heard of Beverly Hills 9021? That's what he, yeah, Joe mentioned that earlier. Okay. Yeah, um, Blossom. Oh, Blossom. Okay, so I was never really a fan. Okay, the reason I recognize Blossom is because I think that, um, well, I don't know if he directed most of this series, but that was the show that Bill Bixby was working on when he died. Mm. In fact, in his latter, in his later, you know, hit towards the end, he was trying to direct episodes from like his, you know, like his little dressing room area, watching through a video camera or, you know, the screen and trying to direct with a headphone because he was too ill to be on set. He was, or to be there with them. He was so ill and frail that he was trying to direct from inside his own little place wow. and the the cast came together and told him you know look you you need to go home you know you need to you shouldn't be here because he was just too he was too he was very poorly and it wasn't long after that that he died so when i think of of blossom i get kind of sad because i think about bill bixby um oh dark man you guys watch dream on no another tv show you mentioned I did. That was on HBO, right? Mm -hmm. I love I that show. Don't even. Um... Wait, what's it about, Simon? Yeah, I, what what is it about? As uh, this guy called Martin Tupper, and the intro of the show shows him as a baby sitting in front of the TV, then as a toddler, and just goes through his childhood, and he's just constantly sitting in front of the TV, and then it cuts to the actual show where he's an adult. I think he's a publisher or something like that, but it's basically a sex comedy. And as oh. he goes through life, he has these flashbacks to stuff he'd watched, like black and white clips of stuff illustrating the parallels of what he's going through. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd never heard of that. Who was it? Was it was hilarious. Who's in it? Um, Brian Ben-Ben. Yeah, it was, he wasn't a famous person, but yeah, it was basically a lot of episodes where he just met girls <laughs> I think they introduced a lot of actresses, I guess. They were. Oh, yeah. No, I have never, never heard of this. Never heard of this. Show. I well, mean, that, that's you, not saying a lot. Know. I mean, I didn't have, I didn't really have a TV at the time. But Wait, um, even in 90, Mom? Yeah, no, not in 1990. When did, wait, when did you guys even get a television? Like, after you were born? <laughs> yeah, after you were born. Um Dark Man. We haven't talked about Dark Man, but I did notice it on the list uh, yesterday, I think, when I was scrolling through. You know, I've never seen Dark Man, I don't think. Is that a show? Wait, that's a show or a Wasn't movie? that based on a comic? Dark Man. Is that based on a comic? Yeah. I think it was. It's a Sam Raimi film. Dark Man. Sam Raimi, that's right. And Liam Neeson was in it. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember who else was in it. But I've been oh. wanting to watch that movie and I've never really watched it all the way through yet. I don't know why. 
but yeah. It's good. It's, it's very good, not great. Okay. Maybe that was the sense I got from it. And maybe that was why I just was never drawn to it. I, I don't know. It's not very long, is it? It's about, oh, wait. I don't think it's a super, super long film. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? All these new, what I don't even, doing? wait, where is the time? I can't even find the time. I bet it was an experience. Lynch is, he's out there. 96 minutes. Yeah, it's pretty 96. short then. Ryan Ben Ben. Oh, okay. Okay, this is a, yeah, this is a movie that came out in 90. I kind of would like to see that um, sooner it's... than later. Okay, Francis McDormand. I was wanting to say Bonnie Bedelia, but that didn't sound right. What um, is it about? Darkman? Doesn't he get um, severely disfigured? Mm-hmm. And I, but I can't remember. I mean, I know the gist of it, but I can't remember what was it that caused him to get disfigured. Was it a chemical thing or a fire? I can't remember, actually. You don't remember? Okay. It's been years since I watched it. Oh, and then he can do something. I don't remember if he was a scientist or something, but he could do something. Couldn't he, like, fix his face for a little bit? Uh, I just it wore off. Like I could just kind of see like wraps around his face from the pictures I'm seeing. But I thought he could fix it temporarily, but then it would wear off or something. And it's kind of like a revenge story, I think, because um, I thought that whatever happened to him had been done to him or something. But, you know, like I said, I haven't seen it. I only just know little bits and pieces about it. But And they made more movies, but I don't think they had Liam Neeson in it. Oh. So. Liam Neeson. Yep. Did anybody like uh, In Living Color, the TV show? Oh, I, that was the one you had mentioned that I was going to uh, talk about a little bit. I had seen little bits and pieces of it. So that's the first time I... I saw Jim Carrey, but I didn't realize it was Jim. Like, like I didn't pay attention to him as an actor, but I remember fire Marshal bill, right. Or fire Marshal Bob. Oh, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. That's in that Wait, When did that show start? 90? 90. 90. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, he's the one with like the messed up teeth and he's like, yeah, he's Let like me show you something. <laughs> yeah. the, the one that I saw that uh, my uh, Corey brought up on, on YouTube one time was, he gets in that little Barbie uh, car and he just drives through the wall. <laughs> drives through the wall. I don't know um, how much have you seen, but they're out there. I, I've seen because uh, I remember it used to come on uh, when we would be at Grandma's house or something, and so I would see it. But I also, have, I found I think we do have at least one season of In Living Color. Yeah. But um, I had found out that um, Jennifer Lopez. That was one of the early shows she got her start on. She was one of the dancer the fly, ladies. One of the Fly Girls, yeah. The fly Girls, that's what they called them, yeah. Yeah, Jamie Foxx started there, the Wayans Brothers. Oh, yeah, Jim that's Curry. right, the Wayans Brothers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was a Saturday Night Live, you know. Oh, yeah. Guy, but uh, they were kind of trying to compete with Saturday Night Live. Um, so I didn't watch it a whole lot, but... It was a big show. I mean, it did really well for three or four years and, you know, launched Jim Carrey for sure. Yeah. And just bringing this up, it's just making me think of that funny scene. 
with him in the car. And he, and he hit, I don't know, um, Joe, if you remember that. It was like a Christmas one. He gets on that like little Barbie car and just <laughs> like hits it and then just goes through the <laughs> I remember Matt and Tim used to love that, but I didn't realize that was him until after uh, Ace Ventura. And then I found out that was that guy that was on that show that, you know, that burned up guy, <laughs> Fire Marshal, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I have seen Wild at Heart, I think, but I don't remember what it was about. Oh, when we get to 94, boy, that's that's a pretty big year for films and for Jim Carrey. Oh, like, yeah. He had, what, three films that year? That was when he started to kind of catapult a little bit more into the, you Corey, know. Well, definitely, yeah. Corey's into all, you know, Dumb and Dumber. What were you going to say, Joe? Uh, um, I think I was just going to say, like, Jim Carrey had been around. Uh, you know, he was a stand-up in the 80s. And mm -hmm. oh, I don't Dirty know if you remember uh, a movie called Once Bitten from, like, 1985. Mm -hmm. With he Lauren Hutton? Yeah, he was in that. And yeah. I like that movie. He was in Dirty Harry. Easy, but... You know, he was in that, and uh, he did a movie, uh, a drama, like a made-for-TV movie called Doing Time on Maple Drive, I think, where I think he, I saw that. he played a, a closeted gay guy Yeah, who tried to commit suicide or something. Yeah. And I saw it before he was, like, famous for being funny, and I mm -hmm. thought he did really well in that as a dramatic you know part so years later when you know you saw him do dramas um pretty well I, it, it didn't surprise me because i had seen him do that right. movie and i knew he could do both wow. he he's a very good dramatic actor and i my first exposure to him was through comedy but then later i found out about you know the one you're talking about doing time on maple drive and and that and becky right Aunt Becky was in that from Full House? I don't remember. I just remember the name, and I remember that it was a dramatic role, and he was very good in it. Um, I remember one spitting, but I never saw it, so I didn't really connect that that's who that was. But when I knew that he was a very good dramatic actor was in Liar Liar. Oh, yeah. Surprisingly enough, there are some quite touching moments in there, especially at the end. So... Um, now, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that, that he would be good in that role, but I think it doesn't seem like he's done very well in dramatic roles since he kind of he was, was established as a comedian. Yeah. There was that movie that came Truman out. Truman Show. Well, it was uh, a few years ago. Eternal Sunshine. Sunshine of the Spotless Eternal. Mind. I've never seen that movie. Is it like It's it really it? good. I've heard it's very good, but I don't know why I have kind of just not gravitated toward it and it's it's on up there like a lot of it's very highly rated it was good in a so sonic the hedgehog the movie <laughs> he was over the top <laughs> well, in sonic the hedgehog but yeah. my favorite line was the one that he said about coffee <laughs> <laughs> i love the way you make them <laughs> yeah what did you say i saw it but i don't remember what did he say he was yelling at his his little one of his little assistant guys and what did the guy say? Did, did he say something? To I him made about, it like he added something he's talking about that he coffee. Likes in it. Yeah. Yeah. And he it's said specialties or, so, or yeah. And he something. said something about 
like of course i like it. i love the way you make I love the way you make them <laughs> i don't know why that tickled me that was really funny to me <laughs> and see yeah um we're um oh sorry uh, uh matt we're on 1990 we're just talking about 1990 right now we're not uh, doing the whole decade uh yet we're just going to go year by year with each live stream yes are, are you are you into uh vampire stuff at all sin i am yes okay yeah you should see that movie then once bitten see there i think the reason that i stayed away from it is because it's comedic, comedic? it's not it, it's a vampire comedy it might, so, be, it might be good though it's I, really cheesy but i think it's like good cheese but my wife loves everything vampire and she <laughs> thinks it sucks so i don't know you might not like it yeah see um like dumb comedy like i've said is not my thing and and what if it's not dumb comedy like, might be co comedic vampire stuff has has not really been anything i've gravitated toward but have you heard about this show called things we do in the shadows or something like that have you heard about that that's some mm -hmm. sort of i think vampire comedy um, it's good okay so you know what i'm talking about then. it's I'm... uh Tiger with TD. Yeah, yeah, much. yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think uh, there's two seasons or something. Can't remember. Because my brother. Have my you seen brother, Flight of the Concords? I don't. Oh, I don't cold. think I, I don't think there I have. Go. I've heard of it. Well, it's it's very Tiger with TD. If you like Tiger with TD's comedy, you'll like it. Well, I've seen what you know what he did with. Um... Oh my gosh. Thor. No, not that one. Um. Oh my goodness, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, Colin. Jojo Rabbit. He's oh, really good. Hey, Colin. How's it going? I'm uh, sorry I'm late. I was really looking forward to it. And then I just, I have a problem where I fall asleep randomly. You so, <laughs> and I woke up, I was so bummed out, but I was like, I hope you guys are still doing it. Yeah, we are. We're, we had, we kind of jumped all over the place. We were talking about Taika. Taika. No, I just, I just got here. That show is like my favorite comedy from the last couple years it's so i've watched it probably three times I oh my gosh third season it's really there's two seasons yeah two? there's two seasons yeah two. matt matt barry is so funny he's just really good comedian he's a british comedian he that show is it's on hulu it's so good uh i think um i didn't know it was on hulu i think my brother put it on our voodoo account so now we have it on voodoo um to Oh, about I don't know if he was Matt. Um, were you about to mention the number twenty three, the Jim Carrey movie? Because I don't think you knew about that. I don't even know if I've seen Truman. No, he's talking about the number twenty three. No, I don't think he was. I don't think that's what he was getting ready to to mention. I don't uh, know. Let me hold on. Let me read this. Okay, just talking about Jim Carrey as a dramatic actor. He's so, Colin. Yep. But what are your top three films from 1990? We kind of um, talked about ours. I was okay. Yeah, I need to look again. I looked earlier, and oh, um, I, oh yeah. man, top three. I know what number one is. Give, I give, was gonna say, get back to me in one minute. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, right. I was. I was actually going to say now what. I guess what are our favorites of this year? Ninety, film wise. Well, um, Joe said his, and I don't remember. Simon, did you say yours? 
He said uh, Robocop, I think so, yeah. Home Alone, and Tremors. Ah, okay. No, not That's Home Alone. Right. Um, oh, not Home Alone. Was it Gremlins? Gremlins 2? I know there's so many in 1990. Oh, wait. <laughs> Didn't Robocop come out in the 80s or? Hey, Robocop 2 was 90. I was just yeah, looking it, at this list. Yeah. And Gremlins 2 was. Did anyone watch the Keen Peel skit about Gremlins 2? No. It's really good. <laughs> Keen Peel's really good. I know. They're I pretty funny. I to look up what I. Uh, really any uh, any Goodfellas fans in the room? Yeah, that would. That's my. That's probably a top three. I love Martin Scorsese. It's a really wow. good movie. Yeah, I was holding out for Corey because I think he really likes it, but he's not here. So yeah. So I would say maybe Kindergarten Cop, but it's been a while since I've seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would be there just because I was five in 1990, and I remember the commercial came on, and it blew my mind because I love the cartoon, and that was the first time. Like, I realized that cartoons could also be movies. Live and action. Yeah. I still remember that day being so, my mind was blown. And and I loved the Turtles movie. Yep. Like, I think Kindergarten Cop, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then Total Recall for me. But Really? You like Total Recall that much? No, no. Like, okay. Kindergarten, no, Kindergarten Cop. Maybe Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it yeah. has been a while, so that's a little iffy. And then Total Recall at the bottom. Yeah, that's what I was like. That's your top three. That kind of surprised. Of course, you just finished watching Total Recall. Yeah, I mean, but I guess if I were to pick, which I like a little more, probably Kindergarten Cop. But I don't know. I mean, then then maybe there's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But the thing with that, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. So I don't know. Maybe kindergarten cop. So, Sin, um, if where do you feel like uh, Total Recall falls a little short? Maybe. I think it. Okay, I think part of the reason is well, it, it felt a little bit out there for me. Some of the stuff that they showed in there, like oh, the girl yeah. with the, the girl with the three boobs. <laughs> you know, it was like and, okay. And then, maybe you wish me. You made me wish I had three hands. <laughs> no, you're doing and fine too. And, and then he pulls the thing out of his nose. That was and but I think what what annoys me, not really annoys me about it, but just um it's it's open-ended. That's one of the things. You're not you don't really completely has it really been fully uh decided whether he was really dreaming or if it was real or if Spoiler. he died. I think so. Okay. So um, and I guess I honestly, I don't know beyond those things, what it is about it that like, I don't hate it, but it's just not, it's, I'm just, I'm surprised since you're such a big Arnold fan and you like sci-fi too, right? I do like sci-fi. Um, I mean, Terminator's a sci-fi, it's, it's a sci-fi genre. I don't know, honestly, w what it is. I couldn't accurately tell you probably. Did you guys talk about, uh. Dances with Wolves. We did, and what? all the awards that it won, and Kevin Costner being the director. And do you like that one, Colin? I like it. I don't love it. It's a little slow, but it's a, it's well done. I think. It's, yeah, it's very well done. It was just I had mentioned that 
it was uh, really depressing. So it's not yeah. one of those movies that I like to return to. I think yeah, I've seen yeah. it once all the way through, possibly twice, but it's just not. I just remember that was the first time I saw Graham Greene. Oh, yeah. Classic. And, and he's he's in Longmire, which I've been watching. Longmire, yeah. My mom oh, watches Longmire. That's such a good show. I love um, uh, Zon McLarnon is one of my favorites. He's, I guess he plays the chief, the Indian chief or sheriff. Um, but he's an awesome Indian. Oh, you talking about the little guy, Matthias. Maybe he's got like a bony face. Long hair. I love Long that hair, guy. Face. I yeah. love that guy. Ron McLarnon is awesome. Wait, oh, which yeah. which character, Mom? Little short guy. He's so cute. Wait. <laughs> the little wait. short the Indian dude, just, long dark hair, the bony sheriff face, on the res. Angular face. You saw him in the episode we watched this past Sunday. You mean from Young Guns, right? Him? No, no, no. Long no, no, no. You're thinking his friend Henry. This is the, the police chief on the reservation. He's a short little guy. He's got long hair. Yeah, him? Yeah. I really like him. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. That's a great what, show. Oh, like in real life or his character? In real life. is Oh, as an actor. He's been, uh, he was in Fargo season two, which is like oh, the favorite that. best show ever. And he was in a, Basically one episode of Westworld, which is like maybe the greatest, one of the greatest episodes of television I've ever seen. Was that first season? Uh, season two. Season one was better, but season two had that episode that was like, it was the best. I started season two and lost interest right after the first episode. Oh, I would go, I would watch episode eight, even on its own. Oh, just by itself? He's the star of that episode. Okay, maybe I would watch it just for him. It, you, I recommend it. Colin, have you come up with your list yet? Yeah, I think it's hard to pick. Like, I don't, I haven't seen Goodfellas for a while, but that would be a possibility. Um, team, because I know the number one you guys already mentioned is Trimmers. That's definitely number one for me. I love that was a Trimmers. good movie. Oh, yeah. I love Trimmers. So that must be a good movie because a lot of people have said that. You should watch it, Joe. It's oh yeah, thought, yeah. I mean, they made a bunch of sequels that were all pretty yeah. straight to DVD quality, um, but the first one's really—it's a classic. It's it's almost like a classic B movie, but it's almost—it's like a little better than a B movie. It's 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 really good. Um, I remember. I think Fred Ward was in it. Yep, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, Reba McIntyre. Reba no. McIntyre, Bert, whatever. That's in all the other Tremors movies. Um. Fred Ward played in this movie from the 80s that I have mentioned before called Remo Williams. If have you had have you watched that before? I love that movie. Yeah. It's such a fun film, isn't it? I was blown away yeah. when I saw it the first time. I've always liked it. It's it's held yeah, up. I feel like it's held up really well. I think didn't he just pass away like recently within the last year? Fred Ward? I think so, yeah. I think he did recently. Yeah. What? Yeah, he what? was the wasn't he the no, boss like anchor man and he's been in a lot of stuff. No, he's not dead. He's not? No. I, I thought he just passed away. Hold on. I'm looking. He's not I don't think he's dead. Or, I don't think I he, he was. Are you thinking of Wilfred Brimley? Let him know if he is. Wilfred Brimley. 
Wilford Brimley has has passed. Yeah, yeah. He this is Wilford Brimley. I just saw the greatest cat video, like a cat vine on YouTube. Cat, just type in "cat says diabetes." It's oh the, gosh, it's the funniest. It's five seconds long. Cat says diabetes. Oh dear. It's basically a cat that looks just like Wilford Brimley. Like Wilford Brimley. <laughs> it's not yeah. grumpy cat. It looks kind of like yeah, kind of like yeah, it does. Oh gosh. Okay. Oh, he does look like Wilford Brimley. Yeah. Watch that. It's five seconds left. <laughs> okay. So it's Tremors a... and Wilford Brimley cat. I need to write write down. <laughs> yeah. 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 Death rumors are swirling. I was like, I was like, had a little mini heart attack when he said that. I was like, what? Fred Ward? Did he not die? No. Mom, you need to like change your right. posting option. Oh, I'm posting. sorry. I was thinking of Fred Willard. Oh, oh, maybe that's what I thought too. Yeah, he died. The no. comedian. Yeah, Fred Willard, the boss at Anchorman, and he was in a lot. Funny. Fred yeah. Willard. Yeah. Funny. These two, they're two completely different people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fred Willard, <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's not dead. <laughs> oh. Well, glad you could join us, Brian. We're just chatting about movies from 1990. Gosh, 30 years ago. That's so crazy, though. Well, 31 now. Last year. Looking through the list. What's that, time? Looking through the list here, there's another movie. Looking through the list here, there's another movie we haven't mentioned, but I'm, I can't remember nothing about it, but I remember the song. Okay. Mermaids. Oh. The Shoop Shoop song. It's Tom, in his Hanks. Tom Hanks. Or no, is that what? No, that was Cher and Winona. That was Cher and Winona. Oh yeah, Ryder. I never saw that one. And I forgot who uh, Christina else. Christina Ricci was it? Christina Ricci. She was the young daughter. Mm -hmm. I think that might have been the very first time I ever saw her in a movie. Hmm. Oh, I did find. I don't know if you guys mentioned uh, Miller's Crossing by the Coen. Someone in the chat uh, had mentioned that, and I don't remember if I've seen that, but that sounds really familiar to me. I mean, it's good. It's Coen Brothers. It's good. I think it was a little. Brothers. It was a little bit slow, um, compared to some of their movies. But it's, you know, like well done. And I would say, it's almost worth YouTubing this. Uh, there's one scene in this movie where they like, they try to do a hit, hit on the mob boss, and he fights back. And it's such a good piece of action. It's it like lodged in my mind. It was so good. It was like, that's why you don't come at the boss. Like he was ready, and it was really cool. Yeah, Who is in it? I don't uh I think Gabriel Byrne is in it, but that's all oh. I remember. But if you YouTube I like, bet I did. I bet I have seen that, but no. Miller's Crossing, like Tommy Gun fight or boss assess, something like that. It's a okay. scene worth watching if you don't want to watch the whole movie. Well, how do to YouTube? I bought a DVD just because it was a Coen Brothers movie, but I just could not get into it, no matter how much I tried. Really? Did Simon, do you do you know the scene I'm talking about? Where they attack the mob boss. I can't remember it. I've, I've, I've watched it two or three times, but it was really at least twenty years ago. And I. Oh yeah, that scene stuck with me. They, he's in his, he's chilling in his mansion, and they try to, they try to kill him, and he is ready for him. He doesn't flinch. He's just smoking a cigar, and it turns into this great action scene. <laughs> but yeah, it's a little slow. It's not one of their best movies, but it's Coen Brothers are so good. It's a mobster film, right? Yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a 1920s or 30s. It's like old, old school. Oh, back in the day. Back okay. in the day, mob. 
Hi, yeah. Kevin. And hi, Mandrake. And also someone mentioned the abyss. I think that's 89. We talked about that in the 80s discussion, I think. The yeah, abyss people, Cameron. Yeah. 80s. So, yeah. It was 80s. Yeah, I think so. Because we're Does talking about how remember crazy people. No. Dudley Moore, Daryl Hannah, Paul Reiser. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. I may have seen that, but I couldn't tell you now anything that it's about. Mercedes Rule. It's about a Dudley Moore plays uh ad executive. He gets completely overwhelmed by his job and ends up in a mental institution. Oh gosh. And then with the help of his uh fellow patients, his career completely just blows up. It's hilarious. Okay. Nice. It, I I might have seen it a long, long time ago. Jeez, nineteen ninety. Wow. It's definitely worth revisiting. Mom, have you picked um, your favorite of nineteen ninety? I thought I mentioned them um, when we first, because I had to think on my feet. I, I didn't, I didn't come prepared to list the top three, but obviously my top one would be Kindergarten Cop. Okay, same. And then, I, and then I saw that Tremors. I was reminded that Tremors was was 1990. So Tremors, and then I, I thought there was an, I can't remember what the other one was. Um, then I saw there was The Hunt for Red October. So I don't know, maybe that. Do I need to watch Kindergarten Cop? Because <laughs> like, does it hold up? <laughs> Um, you guys love it so much. Is it just okay. you have to be an Arnold fan? Well, I don't know if it's, it's good. me that loves it so much. I don't know. That film worked for me, whereas Total Recall doesn't really. Like that's weird, which is, right? Which is strange, right? I know that is weird. And um, I recently rewatched it, so I ha I'm having a lot of nostalgia about it. Um, but I like the 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 blend of the comedy and the action in there. And just just because of how he's this big monster having to deal with these little kids. And it's isn't that where it for the first term party pooper comes around? Because he did say that in that movie. He said he was a the party pooper. I'm that's, the party pooper. That's yeah. not the first time that phrase has been used, but I mean, for you to put it above total recall is like a I almost feel like I should watch it. <laughs> like I I don't yeah. I don't know. I recently, so Colin, I recently saw Total Recall today. For the first time today? Yeah. Really? We finished it. Yeah. Just a little bit before the stream started. Well, I like <laughs> it. I would say, like, it's, I don't think it's my favorite Arnold movie, but I mean, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's harder to see for the first time now. I remember seeing it the first time in the 90s or something. It was like, it, I don't know. It felt more. Like a real movie, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now it's just yeah, it's a little, it's a little cheesy, I guess. But it well, is cool. I like I, it. So there's another of his movies that I'm not super crazy about, and that is The Running Man. I'm not, I like the I'm running not man, in love it, with that. It's a little cheesy too, but in a like yeah. a fun '80s crazy way. I, I think probably the movie of his that I like the least is Junior. I thought that was absolutely stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did not that. like that movie at all. Yeah, that's crazy. But... He got pregnant or something. What's that? He got pregnant or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was just, it just didn't, uh, it, it was so cringy. I just was like, oh my gosh, I didn't like it. Someone said they want to bring back John Candy, and I agree, John Candy is awesome. I miss John Candy. They want to bring him back? Oh. So they could bring back one actor. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, bring oh. back one Oh, quickly. Was that in 1990? 
Quigley Down Under? Maybe it was. Uh, yeah. I never saw that one. Tom Selleck and uh, that girl, Laura The San girl that played in San Laura San Giacomo. Yeah, she played in Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. It, oh, Alan Rickman was in it too. I want to ask you guys. I'm looking at these movies. I never, I never heard or saw this movie, King of New York, but it, it looks a little interesting. Has anyone saw King of New York with uh, Christopher Walken? If I did, it was a long time ago. I don't remember it. I saw that on the list. I was going to mention, but I don't, I don't know much about it. I never saw it, but it sounds cool. Crime drama. I don't know. Cool. Good cast. I was good. There was one thing I, I wanted to bring up as I was looking. I looked at the uh, box office for 1990 and it hit me like I've, I've thought of this before, but it's like if, if you have the top 10 movies in 1990, there was like two, maybe three kind of family friendly movies and the rest, it was like movies for adults. And if you, I don't know when it changed. But if you start looking at the box office in the last 20 years, it's just all the like, you know, Shrek and Pixar and Marvel and just blockbuster movies. And it's like all family films, almost all movies that are all ages. And it, if you go back to the, even 1990s, most movies are targeted to adults. And so I'm, I almost wonder if you look at the list, like when did that switch to where it's like now it's all these big hits or family, you know, it. Probably around 2000 or something. Uh, I hadn't thought of that. I hadn't noticed that trend, what you're talking about. I would think about. like the mid-90s like mid because by that point, Disney started to like hit it big with uh, you know Lion King, Toy Story. Um, yeah, that was maybe one part of I mean, those all those were huge hits. And maybe people were like, yeah, family movies are where it's at. But, but I don't know. Yeah, it was, well, it was really a big change. Because yeah, kid, they, it it's not point. just the kids. The parents have to bring their kids. Right, two for one. So the, yeah, exactly. So you're getting that double movie ticket purchase, kind of. I miss that, though. I miss where it really feels like every other movie has to be, like, all ages kind of now. Or And movies that are for adults are, like, too serious. Like, they're trying to be. I miss yeah. like, like in the 90s, it was, or it, just in the old days, all, every other, most movies were for adults. And now it's, it's, it doesn't feel like that. Like Lethal Weapon, Terminator, all that. Yeah. The Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah, they were, they were like, kids need to see this too. It was like, this is for grownups to go see. <laughs> big hits. Yeah. So I think we're going to see as we go through the years, or as you guys go through the years, you'll see that, uh, eventually by the end by 99 i think you'll see the a lot more kids family more the family friendly the sort of i know who's okay. looking forward to 91. of course i am um 91 and 94. uh so colin he says here he just read that king of new york is about a psychotic drug lord leaves prison wanting to share his wealth like a crack sounds like a crackhead robin <laughs> nice yeah, that's not that cool it might might be decent. I don't know. A decent story and cast. That it's just if it's shot well, you know, if it's Christopher Walken, shade or not. But yeah, Walken's in it. I saw Lawrence Fishburne's right. in it. Steve Buscemi's in it. Oh, uh, the prophecy. Yeah, that's right. Um, we haven't gotten to the mid '90s yet, but that's right. I remember him from that. And what's her name? Uh, the girl from Flashdance. Uh, what do you think about Contact? Was that uh, in? That's '94, I think. '95, '95. 
Is that the one with um, Jody Foster? Jody Foster. Oh wow, was that as far back as '95? Holy cow! Holy cow! This is crazy how fast time has gone by since then. Thirty-one years, yeah. Well, just mm -hmm. like '95, the movie Contact oh. wasn't Matthew McConaughey in that too, right? Uh, he was talking around, about that yeah. movie in his in his autobiography. Um, that was because he was, was wanting to do more. No, 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 uh, no. He was wanting to do more serious type of roles, and so he was talking about when he was working on that that movie. Contact. Oh, I wanted to oh, shout oh. out a movie because again, I was five, so I remember some of these kids' movies from the nineties. Um, Felix the Cat was a crazy movie. <laughs> cartoon animated kind of kids movie but this was back what i loved about like 1990s even kids stuff was kind of weird like it probably wouldn't be for kids today like it was just more like creepy and random stuff maybe not violent but just just creepy stuff yeah kids movie and felix the cat is a perfect i loved watching that movie as a kid it was so weird and yeah, it was, it's so different. You don't see kids at cartoon movies like that anymore for kids. Well, it's like kids' movies were a little bit more adult or grown up. Right. Back yeah, then. yeah. Different yeah. time. Different it was. time. Um, yeah. Does anyone remember a movie called Blind Fury? Blind Fury. No. Blind Rutger Howard? Blind? Blind I Fury. I yeah. saw it because I used to like a lot of, I used to like to watch Rutger Howard's. Um, Oh, you know what? I also did see that a couple of years ago. I think it was playing. He's a blind veteran, right? Or something mm -hmm. like that. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember the rest of it. I just remember that was the premise. It's total schlock, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> the tagline for the poster was, he may be blind, but he don't need no dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, no, who else was on drugs in the 90s? I'm sure it was a lot of people. I have no clue. <laughs> it happens every it's yeah, it happens every day. The new Predator movie was more the latest Predator movie, that was the one with Joel Kenneman, I think. And that one felt like it was more of a comedy <laughs> than anything else. And the one with Adrian Brody, I just I just can't take him seriously as an action. Uh, 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 an action star. So wait, I just wait, who? Who, mom? Adrian Brody. He played what in one he... of the Predator movies. Oh my goodness! This one-legged woman thing keeps coming up. Some people really want me to watch that. Wait, what even is it? <laughs> Sorry, it's I'm funny. just responding to the to the. Joey Diaz talks about a a torted affair he had. And, with and, a one-legged woman. In vivid detail and grosses out uh, the female co-host of the oh, show. God. Just the way he describes it's really funny. It, it's good. It's funny. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Um, I'll pump up the volume. Yeah, we just go. Is that, um, was that Christian Slater? Christian Slater and Samantha Mathis. Samantha Mathis. I don't remember if I saw that. Um, what was that one about, Simon? It was about a pirate radio DJ who uh, is broadcasting during a 
wave of suicides in his high school. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't realize it was, it, I thought it was a comedy. Was it not? It's comedy drama. <laughs> comedy drama. Okay. Along the same lines of like, um, the, the, like black comedy, like Heather's. Yeah. Okay. But it, it fears towards more, more towards drama than comedy. Okay. I, I think I probably did see that, but I maybe just once, um, Oh my goodness! There was a Captain America movie that came out in 1990. Oh, if Matt, if Matt Air was here, he would talk about that one. Really? He no brings one. that up. Yep. He yeah. Up. He brings up very wow. bad obscure movies. That was a bad obscure movie. The only good part, I mean, from the clip that I saw, was just the whole World War II part. That was it. That's the only part I would watch and then move on. Because he he told me that that the ears like they couldn't get they couldn't get the design right for the mask, so they had to put they had to like wear these fake rubber ears on the mask. Um, which movie was that? Sorry, I was reading the list. Which movie was that? Captain America. Like, oh, Captain you America. Had to wear that mask with fake rubber ears. They couldn't get the design of the mask right. I, I it's so it's so cringy looking just the little bit I've seen on YouTube it looks terrible um Kevin Kevin Costner was in another movie that came out in 1990 and I remember it and I don't recall if I've seen it it was called Revenge have either of you guys seen that hmm. Revenge and I think uh it was Madeline Stowe and Anthony Quinn were in that as well also Rocky Four came out came out Rocky, Rocky Five. Rocky Five. Yeah, sorry. Rocky Five came out. Um, I don't remember what that was about. That's like another series that just kept going and going. That was, uh, where he he uh, mentored Tommy Gunn, who was the real fighter Tommy Morrison, who actually had a, a really good career. Um, I don't know if you remember the young white guy with like the curly blonde hair that that he mentored in that movie um and he kind of he kind of went to the he went with some other promoter and left rocky and all this and rocky ended up fighting him at the end but the the actor who played tommy gunn was tommy morrison who uh went on to have a very successful heavyweight career i think he even won the heavyweight one of the title belts there are oh, several wow. title belts but i'm i'm pretty sure he won mm -hmm. at least one of them and he ended up getting hiv and he died several, this. several years ago yeah but he was a i mean he was a really really good fighter had a fantastic left hook um oh. so it wasn't just an actor that was in that movie but when he was in that movie nobody knew him in the boxing world yet he was still very okay. young it's very the possible movie was terrible I yeah the movie yeah was i i um okay so speaking of movies that came out in 1990 which that's the whole point of this discussion there was this movie i saw with clint eastwood it hasn't been brought up yet another clint eastwood movie has been brought up but this one I never forgot this movie, and I'll tell you why. It's called The Rookie, and it has uh, Clint Eastwood and Charlie Sheen in it, and it has also Sonia Bra Braga, I think is her name, 
and it's all it also had Raul Julia in it. Have you guys seen that movie? That's like no. a, I don't remember that one. Cop film. He's like, yeah, Charlie Sheen is a rookie, and Clint Eastwood, I guess, is kind of like sort of like mentoring him, kind of. And Sonia Braga and Raul Julia are the bad guys. But the reason I never forgot this movie, it had a scene in there that disturbed me. It was, well, basically Clint Eastwood gets raped. What? By Sonia Braga's character. By a chick? Yeah. Well, that was yeah. Well, like, yeah. I don't know if that's even possible. <laughs> well, it is. It is possible. It, it is possible. But he was he was tied up in a chair, and she raped him. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's really disturbing. <laughs> and yeah. I never forgot that movie because of that. I'm like, oh, that just really. I don't know. That just yeah, that's, not not yeah. quite Deliverance bad, but still bad, right? What's How that? They get him to agree. Not uh, least what I'm not doing this. <laughs> I've, I've made it in this town. <laughs> yeah, that was, Come on. It was. It was. I think that was the first time I ever saw a, a depiction of, of of a man, you know, being sexually assaulted or or raped in in the story, and that that was just really. That was very very disturbing to me at the time. Yeah. If he had um, his 44 Magnum. Well, he didn't. He was tied up. I mean, it's the most powerful <laughs> handgun in the world. <laughs> was it a, did they film it? Was it a, a serious scene or was it just kind of throwaway? Uh, it was a serious scene because. Um, I mean, they depicted it as a serious, you know, a bad event or it was just kind of like a funny thing. No, it wasn't depicted as being funny. Because the film wasn't comedic, um, and yeah, no, it wasn't depicted as being funny. Um, I didn't get that sense at all. I I never even heard of this. Until it, you it's, it. <laughs> it's very disturbing. Yeah, it was. Um, there was something I thought I saw. Oh, Tales from the Dark Side. That movie came out in 1990. There were quite that a few one. films. Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, Tales from the Dark Side. And then also a movie called Treasure Island. Christian Bell would have been very young when he played in this. Oh. And Charl Charlton Heston. Oh, yeah. Edward Scissorhands. I don't know. I, I wouldn't put that up as, like, one of my favorites. But it it's pretty cool. It gets points for being so different. It was different. Like, I think it's a pretty interesting movie. Um, that was when Tim Burton was a lot more interesting filmmaker. Have you seen the commercial that they made with Winona Ryder and Timothy? Oh gosh, he's the dude who's playing in the Dune movie. Shyamalan. Yeah, where she, he plays the son, their son. Oh, nice. It, it's That's a good it's funny cat. because it's a good yeah. pick. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I totally see that. Let me go through the. Um, you want to feel? Sorry, you want to feel old? I've got a list of debuts here. Along with a list of births in 1990. You want to feel really old. Okay. Let's hear it. Debuts or births? Uh, you pick. Let's go with births. Okay. Kristen Stewart. Oh, Emma God. Watson. Dev Patel. Margot Robbie. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, I think that's all the... Ones I recognize. Oh, the most recognizable. Probably I thought older than me. The rest I knew were younger. 
but debuts uh, Hagazaru in Pretty Woman, Javier Bardem in Ages of Lulu, Let's see Harry Connick Jr. in Memphis Bell, Russell Crowe in Blood Oath. Oh, maybe at all. Demon Hanso in Without You Have Nothing, Lisa Kudrow in Impulse. Christina Ricci in Mermaids. Yeah, that like I said, that was the first time I saw her. Tom Sizemore in Blue Steel. Jeffrey Wright in Presumed Innocent. Jeffrey Wright's awesome. Oh, that was his first movie. See, so I saw that and I didn't I didn't notice him as an actor in that movie, even though I saw that film. That's oh, and funny. George Lopez in Ski Patrol. Oh, jeez. Okay. I'm looking at Blood Oath. I was wondering if, yeah, I was going to say, I'd never heard of that. Um, doesn't surprise me. There's a lot of films I haven't heard of, but that was an Australian film. Um, and that had George George Takai in it and Terry O'Quinn. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? I think I have way back in the day. Okay. It's it's based on the real life trial of Japanese soldiers for war crimes committed against mm. Allied prisoners. Okay, that's yeah. didn't know that that sounds like a. Oh, nineteen ninety. Going to talk about a huge bomb. <clears throat> Die Hard Two. Worst <laughs> Die Hard movie. We, we were talking about Die Hard Two yeah, a little bit. I, I haven't seen it. Don't watch it. No. <laughs> I remember last time I watched it like a decade ago or longer. I was like. How did this like what is happened with this one? It doesn't feel to me, I don't know. Um, I'm never gonna watch it. It felt like a made for TV action movie that had John, uh, had what has Bruce Willis in it. It, yeah, that's I, how I, I describe it. I think what Simon was it Simon or Joe that mentioned it was they thought it was pretty good. I can't remember if it was someone in the comments. It could be, it could be because honestly, I don't know. I was I was in my twenties. Maybe it might have just been I was just like dismissed it, you know. I just felt something about it. I was watching and I was like, "This doesn't make any sense." <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hard. I've seen it times as the first one, so I don't remember anything about the. Uh, I I remember Timothy Oliphant was in what the fifth one. Was he in the fifth one? I don't know. Timothy Oliphant's awesome. Yeah, he is. The first and the third one were classics, but the second one in between them is like. Ugh. I don't know what yeah. it was. Something about it just felt like it was really forced to me. But yeah. Yeah, we were talking about how sequels don't always do so well. Does anyone remember uh, House Party or Men at Work? I remember seeing yeah. the pictures of House Party all the time. And yeah, is that the guy with the big hair? Too little yeah. to watch yeah. it. <laughs> it made, it made <laughs> like a bunch of house parties. Like, yeah, kid and play. They made a couple house parties and uh, class act. Um, they're pretty funny. Uh, Men at Work was like a cheesy comedy with uh, Charlie Sheen and his brother Emilio. Emilio, I did see that yeah. once. They were like garbage men that were solving a a murder. Right. It was. Right. I mean, it was crappy, but it was silly. It had some funny parts. But I met the I met the dude with the big hair, uh, Chris Chris Reed, the the guy that played Kid. Okay. Um, about fifteen years ago at a comedy club, he was doing stand up, and um, 
met him after the show. He was a really nice guy. Cool. That's yeah. interesting. I didn't know he was um I didn't know he was stand up comic. I mean, I just remember him from the hair. I couldn't tell you if I've seen him in anything else. Yeah, he has like dreadlocks now, but oh. he was he was a real cool, real nice guy. Yeah, I don't think there's any more like there's all these other little small I think we've like covered most. We've covered a lot of the major ones. There's stuff that I'm recognizing as I go through the list and I remember, oh yeah, I did see that. Um Problem child. I gotta see who what that is. Well, I know my favorite like TV show of ninety would have to be Fresh Prince. Parents just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I wa I watched that one a bit. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been so long but i haven't watched it since it was on the air it's you know it's like uh -huh. 25 years or however long yeah. what almost 30 now um, you watch, it... uh, oh sorry go ahead no no go ahead uh, i was just gonna ask colin if he watched like beverly hills 90210 at all oh, oh no i was too young for that i was <laughs> i was like seven six or seven in the early nine you know i was five in 1990. <laughs> So that was yeah. You would have been a little bit too young for Beverly. That was a big yeah, show. I, I remember that was that was yeah, huge. Was real popular. Uh, Dylan, that guy passed away a few years ago. Uh, Jacob. Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was yeah. such a shock when he died. I could. Yeah, he was, was so on a sad. show. He was on a show. I can't remember which one, but he Riverdale. was on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I saw the first season of that. I thought it was really good, and I haven't gone, I haven't returned to it because I don't know if it, it got a little bit too silly. And after a while, those teen drama type things get kind of silly. Yeah, really teen good. dramas tend to get worse. Did it get worse? Yeah, my wife watches that show, so I see it, and I think I think it got worse. It probably did. So I mean, teen, let's be real. Teen dramas are. <laughs> but it was a mystery. See, the first yeah. season was like okay. a mystery. That and, and it was I the Archie. Like... Yeah, it was the Archie comics made into like a serious uh, drama. Yep. But I think the first right. show uh, season was real good, but I think it got worse. Oh, you know, I uh, forgot the Simpsons were still going. This was like it's what one year that it's been on it air. It got started when in '89, right? '89. Yeah. Yeah. Man, when Luke Perry died, it was like, it was, it sucked for me because I was 20, it was like 25 years ago. He was famous for being young and mm -hmm. now he's dead from being old. And it's like, dude, life goes fast. But like, he's not, he wasn't even that old. He wasn't old. He was in his 40s. <laughs> I know, I'm about there though. I'm about there. But, but it was a shock because it's not like he was, in his 80s and 90s, you know. Right, he was like he was, 42, 44. I thought he was older than that. Maybe. But I thought he was 40s. He was like a stroke. He had Maybe. a stroke or something. Yeah. And I don't remember. They said he'd been in the hospital before that for something, but I don't remember if that contributed to whatever happened to him. But that was a real shock. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so it was kind of sad to see him in that oh, after yeah. he had already yeah. passed. He was in that? He was in that. Oh, yeah. I don't know what scene he was in. Um, Arturo, wasn't he? Was he in the, the Wild West scene where they were shooting that scene from the t supposed to be the TV Wild West drama? Yeah, he was. 
Okay. Yeah. Man, I want to watch that again. That movie was so good. Yep. It was. Once in the theater. It was good. And I just wish that that's how things had really happened. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, it, that, man, that's, that's why it's so good. <laughs> so I mean, it was awesome. If Rick Dalton was around with his, um, I yeah. know. Things would have been yeah. different. I'm Rick Dalton. Doggone it. <laughs> so, um, I guess to wrap it up, how would we rate this year? I mean, there was a few that I, you know, I've heard of and all watched. Not great. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But mom, there was Arnold. I know, but job. I know, I know, but I just I feel kind of mm, about 1990. Yeah, I mean, there's a few that I like, but yeah. I, I think it was a great like year. Overall, you think yeah. it was a great year, really? Mm-hmm. There are a couple of uh, guilty pleasures we haven't touched on, but. Oh, yeah. which ones? Remind us. Uh, well, stuff like Nightbreed. You ever seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I have seen that. Oh. The original Rick theatrical Hedford. cut wasn't that great. The director's cut is better. Okay. But it had a great performance by David Cronenberg as a serial killer. Oh, was that a Cronenberg movie or is he just in it? He's just in it. Okay. I was talking about by Clive Barker. Revisit some of his movies. I overlooked a lot of. I overlooked a lot of Cronenberg. He's an interesting director. It's called Nightbreed. Nightbreed, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's got what's his name, Craig Schaefer. Craig Schaefer, yeah. Yeah. Um, And so, what other guilty pleasures? Oh, I have to look at the list again. So I feel like the list wasn't super deep, but just having like Goodfellas and Home Alone on there is like pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I did, I didn't mention. I got. I assume you guys did, but I love Home Alone. I mean, it's a classic. I loved it then. It still holds up. Yeah. I think I need to rewatch that. <laughs> did you see it in the theater? I guess you would have been about five, Colin. I know. I don't remember seeing it in the theater, but I remember. Renting it and watching it all the time and on TV. I think the first movie I saw in the theater was Five O Goes West. Well, <laughs> that was 89, right? Or was that 90? It was around that time. Was around yeah, that. I thought it was 89. I just right. noticed a film whose title has aged so badly. Oh. Ghost Dad, starring Bill oh. Cosby. Oh, <laughs> oh. no. <laughs> I remember oh, that God. movie. I think I watched it once. Yeah. Oh, man. Also, Ghost itself. I don't know if you guys mentioned. Yeah, we we talked about that week because we talked about the top the top ten and how right. the um, Ghost was number one, but how right. Home one Alone year. Home Alone was number two, but it came out later in the year and like in November, and yet in that short amount of time, it made more than four hundred and some. Well, no, that's not how that works, though, is it? I'm pretty sure it's they, they'll they'll take the total gross the movie earned, just and it just I think that's how it works. That's how I've always thought it worked. Oh, you mean you Ghost mean earned the most within the year 1990? Yeah, but Home Alone made most overall. Okay, Colin, did you like Ghost, Colin? <laughs> Romance. Oh no! Okay. I mean, there's the supernatural stuff and mystery like, stuff, but that's not one of them. Too too romantic. <laughs> too too much. Well, too much the, I mean, on. the art. The I looked at the box art. Like, yeah, 
pretty much. Um, I guess this is a, is this a question Hannah. for you guys who like. I guess he's talking about uh, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, I don't know. The skit oh, about it. A few. In, he was in a commercial, wasn't he? Where he like reprised the role. A few years ago, I think he was in a commercial. I think that's uh -huh. what he's. That must be what he's talking about then. Yeah. Is there any um? Always, a... Always Sunny fans. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They did a really great kind of homage episode to Home Alone in the last couple oh. of years. It was really funny. <laughs> it... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, there's an online petition to uh, for the remake of Home Alone cast Macaulay Culkin in the role as Kevin, but nobody mentions his age. <laughs> Wait, what? There's an online petition to re remake Home Alone with ah! Macaulay Culkin still in the role of Kevin, <laughs> but no one mentions of these four. Oh, That's geez. funny. Like, he's playing, like, the six role still. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, no. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, nice. I forgot I read that Disney Plus is rebooting Home Alone. It's like, man, there's no way it's gonna be as good with the safe. They've been rebooting mm -hmm. Like the best on. part is the burglar, like the burglar bundling <laughs> break-in, and they're they're not gonna make that as good. They're gonna tone it down. Yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe Pesci, what a year he had. He was in uh, Home Alone and Goodfellas in 1990. Oh yeah, I was oh yeah, gonna... he was on top of the world. He was in Won the Oscar for best actor. Yeah. <laughs> Did he really for Goodfellas? Goodfellas, yeah. Wow. Nailed it. I just realized Simon has Macaulay Culkin Home Alone as yeah. his picture. Too. I didn't yeah, he that. was talking about that. No, so, Simon, are you gonna like pick every specific like picture of a film from a specific year? I think exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think Batman that. for '89. Yeah. What Remember was that? He did Batman for '89. Oh. Yeah, yeah he did. I, I had mentioned I didn't really. I don't know. It didn't really click with me that that was what he was doing. So I okay. So what are you gonna pick? For I'm gonna have to guess for '91. What are you gonna pick for '91, Simon? You just gonna surprise us? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. That surprise. Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> so I we have. Yes, I was just gonna mention about how when it went to the Oscars and I had been. I think it won for Best Picture. Um. Mm -hmm. And I remember being bummed because at the time I had I was hoping that Beauty and the Beast would win for Best Picture <laughs> because it had been nominated for Best Picture. It was like one of the first times an animated movie or something had been nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. So, and then I think Jody did Jodie Foster win for Silence of the Lambs I don't know. that I don't year. Know. I think Anthony Hopkins did. She might have, yeah. I think Hopkins did. I. I I don't I'm know. Sure he did. I just don't remember about her. I know she had won. She had won for um, the movie from the '80s. Oh shoot, the one where she she'd been a victim of gang rape. Taxi driver. No, <laughs> no. The accused. Didn't that? The accused. The accused. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Taxi driver. I think was from the '70s, wasn't it? Yeah, it was from the '70s. Yeah. 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 I yeah. forget. There was a. You did a Terminator reaction recently, and I posted a link to the Red Letter Meter, Red Letter Media commentary on Terminator. Yes, I do have that saved in my to watch. One of the things it. they say on it 
is that uh, Sarah Connor's hair looks like the Beast. <laughs> Beauty and well, the Beast. Yeah, in the first movie. Yeah. In the TV show yeah. she was in. Yeah, the the yeah, but I mean, what, you mean her hair in the TV show didn't look like the Beast. No, in Terminator. In the first Terminator, her, it did. Yeah, her hair looks like the Beast's yes. hair from yes. the t TV show Beauty and yes. the Beast she was in. Right, it does. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, it does. Uh, no, I haven't seen that yet. Because I hesitate to watch it because I'm like, are they going to crap all over like one of my favorite movie franchises? Well, that, that reminds me of the Red Letter Media. That's that's funny you brought that up, Simon. Cause if, I, mentioned, I left a comment on the Phantom Menace review you guys did. Oh, yeah. If you guys have seen the Phantom Menace review that Red Letter Media did, um, it is. I rewatched it because that reminded me of it, and it's so funny, and it's such a like well thought out takedown of the film, like critically, but it's also really funny. It, it, it's, it's. I can't watch those movies anymore. It, oh, see. yeah, you were mentioning it. I'm. I'm. I think I'm a little hesitant to even watch that because it, it, always ruin, it will ruin the movie. Yeah, yes. that's. Yeah. Thing. See, so, sometimes I avoid watching some of those types of things because I'm like, I don't right. want it to be pointed out things I might not have thought about. What's wrong right. with this film? <laughs> right, it will definitely ruin the movie. That's but funny. it's it's it will you'll enjoy watching it. So yeah, but, I haven't watched many of their others though because I'm the same way. If I don't already kind of dislike the movie, I'm not. I don't want them to see this. Yeah, I just want to watch out. things that I don't like already because then right. it, will, it will validate what I already feel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just for fun, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. All right, well, we yeah. basically started the 90s. So what are you guys looking forward to? What specific year? I know my my mom is all for the 91. That's for sure. Her favorite movie of all time. But I also like 94. Okay, yeah, 94. Um, Colin, you have a specific year you're looking forward to probably just 99 because i know i i can already start listing off classics plus i was 14 and i was like really into movies and watching all the stuff i could new stuff old stuff and i just i feel like i remember and have more opinions on by the yeah, by, yeah. yeah compared yeah. to five years old your memories are more solid by then yeah and the 90s was my, my 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 decade that formed me so yeah, what, like, about you, what about you, Joe? Um, yeah, 94 and 99 are really good years. Uh, I think uh, I've read that they're both really high up there for like yeah. full time greatest years for movies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think I read that too. I think 99 for sure. Not just me, but other people too, I think. Yeah, yeah like when, when you that. think of certain. Uh, like uh, years in a decade of movies, there are some that just kind of pop out at you because you remember. So when I think of the, the 90s, well, obviously I think 91 because Terminator 2, but that's not really, like when I think of 90s films, obviously some of the first I think of are 94 and 99. Like yeah. I kind of forget 95, 96, 96, you know, I mean, I kind of like those years, I sort of forget, kind of like with the 80s um, decade. But... What about uh, I was actually watching. I was, I was, sorry, well, I was I'll continue, ask. but like, I was actually watching Terminator Two recently. Yes. And one thing that occurred to me that sort of works the metal level, that it's the kind of inflection point between analog effects, computer effects, 
and they're fighting. <laughs> That's Wait, awesome. What? what? Okay, that uh, went right I, over I, my head. I'm I like that through. insight. Like old school special effects and new school. Like and Arnold, they're fighting with each other. Arnold's yeah. the old school. I get it. I get it. Okay, yeah, that, that went <laughs> right over. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, what was the question? Well, oh, I yeah, was... 99. So you're looking 99 forward to 99. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I'm actually looking forward to all of them. <laughs> me too, honestly. Yeah, me too, all of them. Well, I mean, I am for sure <laughs> looking forward to all of them, but just certain years in particular, I it's going to be kind of juicy. So. Yeah, lately I've been into like more of the 90s nostalgia as a like, most, like yeah, films, games, what have you. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's you know, '90s is it's it's special too. I mean, yeah, yeah, '80s. I know it's at the top, but you can't forget about the '90s now. Oh yeah, no, the '90s were. But you know what's weird? I don't know. Like if we're done, whenever we finish with the '90s, if we should go on to the early 2000s, because that feels quite recent, even though it's really not that terribly recent. I want to do the 2000s because that there was a lot of good stuff that came out in the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. I still kept up. There was When I was young, I tried to watch everything. And then at some point I was like, wait, it's like you see enough. You're just like, they're just repeating themselves now. Like I yeah. started watching so many movies by the time I was in my like mid late 20s. But yeah, like 95 to 05, I was really kept up with I feel like the 2000s was like a really like good period for like the movie movie industry. It's by like at some point by the mid 2010s is when it, you kind of start to see been there done that sort of deal, or mm. you start to notice that a little more when you get in to the 2010s. Like okay, yeah. So I'm I'm looking more to the 2000s, but yeah. There my shirt is showing this, but I want to represent Kansas City. Yeah. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Oh, Baby Yoda. Shirt, Kansas City Baby Yoda. That's a cute Baby Yoda. <laughs> somebody was getting ready. I thought I heard somebody getting ready to say something. Joe or Simon? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, uh, I probably would have to check out once we get to the 2000s just because I was kind of in college and starting to get busy and didn't really keep up with like pop culture, you know? So, mm -hmm. but I'm sure you're going to have chatters that are a little younger that might pop up and have a lot to say about the two thousands. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah, I can talk eighties and nineties, but I don't, I don't know a whole lot about the two thousands. Not as plugged into the two mm -hmm. thousands. Yeah. So yeah. you mean you were getting busy in college or you were getting busy in college? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say maybe like the 2000s for me was also like when I started to go see movies in the movie theater. Yeah. yeah like I, you and Colin, I think you and Colin, it sounds like you're probably you both worked in a lot more to say about the 2000s. Yeah, because I worked in a theater a couple times and I would watch like every single thing I even stuff I barely wanted to see just because it was free. Right. There you go. I watched, yeah. I watched some like Greek, like a love story set in Greece. Like just stuff I don't even remember. Just stuff I would never watch just because mm -hmm. I is love that, movies. Big fat Greek wedding. Is that what you're talking about? No, not, nothing as good as that. It oh, was, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. 
but yeah, it was oh. fun to watch stuff. Uh, Simon, did you kind of stay, uh, uh, keep abreast of uh, the 2000s and 2010s? I did, yeah. I'm a movie addict, have been since I was a kid. That's why I liked Dream On so much, because I am Martin Tupper. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny. Um, I, To be honest, I never really fully started to get into like the film stuff until, goodness, maybe... Maybe when I kind of started working at the movie theater, <laughs> that's when I started to kind of get more what into do, it. Though. What do you mean? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I still watched movies. It's just I was more into the anime and the games. Movies oh, okay. was kind of like, you know, whenever. But then, like, now I'm, like, into it just like everything else. Like, 2019 definitely got me even really into all that. Joker, uh, 1917. Oh, God. Yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, all that. Twenty nineteen feels like it was a really pretty good year too for me. There was some hit or hit and misses. Like I feel like that that year, I noticed how the movie industry was running out of originality. I feel like uh, TV has gotten a lot better over the last twenty years, and film has gotten a little bit worse. Yeah, a little stale. Definitely, I agree. I believe on the internet. I think we're just living in an era of information overload. So mm-hmm. they need to have right. the brand recognition. They need to reboot stuff, right? To market it. Yeah, and that's that's another that's the other thing too. I was just, you know, yeah. And lots of good stuff gets like just lost in the cracks. Yeah, I'm always because, finding random little yeah. that are awesome that probably would have got a lot of more attention in the '90s or something. That it's just, I don't know. No one has to go through it all anymore. I, I love it when I find a hidden gem, like something that I'd never heard of before, you know, like how I found the losers uh, from like 2011 or something like that. And then there was this little like obscure film called The Clove Hitch Killer that I watched a couple of years ago. I keep seeing that on Netflix. Is that? That was actually, I thought it was really good. It's quite tense. It's tenseful. Okay, good. It's, I like it's a little tenseful. I'll write this down. Um, but but it's, it's kind of like a slow, sort of like a slow burn. It's about this kid who suspects his father is a serial killer. I like and that. just the psychological that. situation oh, presented by the- British movie? No, it's not British. Or, it's it's got uh, Dermot. Oh gosh, what's his Mulroney? name? Yeah, that guy. He played in. He's played in the first season of American Horror Story, and mm. or, or also some other seasons. Too. So him, and some other people. I can't remember who else. I think maybe Samantha Mathis played his wife. I think, but just it was. It was just a quiet little, but just it really surprised me uh, how good it was and. Um, I think I did a review for it also. On yeah, I think I might have seen you. Because I was so impressed with how, you know, decently written it seemed. Like, nobody, that's not obscure, but still, I was really impressed with the writing oh, yeah, nobody was good. in that film. Um, but yeah, these little films that, that I, that I, uh, that I find that kind of stick with me. And some of them that might be kind of weak. There was a movie called Killing Emmett Young. And it, I think it had another title as well. It gets a little bit, it falls a little flat at the end, but the situation in the movie was interesting because in that one, it's a guy who who gets a diagnosis, like a terminal diagnosis, and he hires a hitman 
to kill him so he doesn't have to suffer. Just like at a surprise moment? Yeah, just like so he doesn't have to suffer. And then wow. something happens that turns everything on its head. And then that it's really, like, kill me. it just, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that that was a very interesting concept to me. Nice. Um, yeah. But it's not the it's not the strongest movie, but that sticks with me because I was like, that's a, that was really interesting and and pretty well done. How that and I think Tim yeah. Locke was in that. Um, you should watch a uh, uh, you you mentioned on when you did the watch along some of those movies you posted. I don't know if you ever went back to them, but there are some good ones. Uh, Freaks, I really like Freaks. I watched it twice. Um, uh, with a, that's a recent film, right? Emile Hirsch is in it. Yeah, yeah. So, I've been meaning to. Netflix. I haven't. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. I am still editing the watch along. Yeah. Because you know what happened? I've mentioned this in some of our other live streams, but um, remember how the audio kept going off sync? sync. I yeah. found out that my source file was off sync. That was one yeah. of the reasons it was doing that. Yeah. So then I found another, I, I got another source file and I'm putting that on top of what I'm editing, but I have to make all the audio match. Oh my Ooh. God. It is such a headache. I'm like, yeah, maybe this year I'll get it done. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I think I think Glenn said something in one of the comments somewhere about uh, that he he's he he uh, said that we should do a Terminator Two watch along party every year. <laughs> like, I'm down for that. <laughs> good, yeah. But yeah, I heard Freaks is really good, and I, I do want to see that. Yeah, it's it is good. Also, I was going to recommend. I just I stumbled across a pretty decent horror movie, uh, horror thriller on you Netflix. Um, yeah, you brought that up on one of the, I didn't write it down, but I saw your comment. Remind me what it was. Wait, did I, was it today? Wait, did no, I, it was, no, no, it was a. A comment? Was, I probably forgot I left it. I don't know. Um, The the Wind? Did I mention yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Okay, I forgot I even left that comment. Yeah, it was, it was good. I mean, it's not great, but I like a good, you know, tenseful movie that's not, you know, I don't like a, a like saw or hostile style. Like, how bad is it gonna get? You know. Yeah. How, after a while, that wears thin. I oh, like I did that. see Spiral this year. Forgot <laughs> there was that. That was that's yeah. actually my first saw movie I saw. This year. I don't like that stuff. I like I like the more like I like being scared. The wind was scary, but it's not about like that. It's not like that. Yeah, is it psychologically mm -hmm. scared because psycho psychological horror is really well. What was cool is because I mean, this is a little little shout out to myself, but I'm always trying to think if I could write a horror movie. What like I love horror movies, and so many are bad. So I'm like, what would I? Where would I set it? What would it do? So I kind of had this idea for just someone like kind of alone in a house and the kind of the the plains. I didn't know what to do with it, and that's kind of like what this um is. It's this woman living out in in uh, like the middle of New Mexico a hundred years ago. And it's just the only house around for, you know, a long way. And it's like, and her, her, you know, her husband goes off to town and she's just there and this creepy stuff happens. And it's, it is, I kind of wish it was more just her alone. Cause they do flashbacks intercut with the present where it's like, what happened before she was alone? How did they get there? What's going on? But it just, uh, I like that. I like that idea of just being alone and not knowing what's going on. And you're almost like freaking yourself out because. You, <laughs> right. It, so it was good. It was, I like that. Okay. All right. Well, I do have it written down. Who was in it? Do you remember? 
I don't think anyone famous. There's like famous. Okay. two or three. There's like no four people, I think, in the whole movie. Maybe five. Oh, wow. Because really they're out in the middle cast. of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. So you write stories, mm -hmm. Colin? Well, that's my goal. I haven't been on it. <laughs> you know, I'm always saying I'm a writer. And I'm like, I haven't really written anything. Uh, <laughs> I used to write a lot, and I'm trying to get back to it. You know, I'm trying to make it a routine again. Because you just got to make it a routine. Yeah, you have to. I would go for it. Yeah. Here's a horror movie premise for you. Falsely the accused that? rapist on the run from Robocop. Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> he might get really? shot somewhere. <laughs> I missed that. What? He said, he said here's a horror, uh, horror story premise for you. It's a falsely accused rapist on the run from Robocop. Is that and the plot of a Robocop movie? It, it, it's, it's a reference to the scene in Robocop where he shoots. Oh, you weren't here for it earlier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, when he shoots this guy in a certain place. <laughs> so, Oh, gosh. Someone mentioned the human centipede. Oh, Lord. Ugh. Oh, forget oh that my gosh. You'll leave a bad taste in your mouth. Okay. talks about that one sometimes. Like, nope. I have <laughs> zero desire to see that film. Okay. All right, well, I guess is that a wrap? Goodness, 11.48. Two hours and 48 seconds. Holy cow. We talked more about 1990 than I thought we were going to. I thought it was going to be kind of like that specific year where it's like you're not going to get as much. That's what we thought about 1980. When yeah. We did our first 1980 mm -hmm. discussion. Yeah. Yeah, it went, went fast. I'm surprised we've been on that long. I know. It didn't it, feel like it. No, it doesn't. Because... I guess when you talk about stuff that you enjoy, it's really easy for the time to just go by. I, wish I love talking fun. about movies and stories. Yeah. So, I'm I'm bummed I missed the beginning. I was looking forward to it all day. I I have a real problem with no. it. <laughs> I will fall asleep if I'm relaxed. I will fall asleep. Oh, but I don't know what to do. Well, set your alarm. On the bright set side, alarm. there's. Let's see, we got 91, 92, 93. We got yeah. all the way up until the late. I'm down. I'm down. And hopefully, Corey Michael's movies will hop on. Maybe Matt Ayer, Matt Rice. What's up, Glenn? Yeah, I'm surprised Glenn didn't join us tonight. He's, he was, uh, he, he had written and said that he had been on, what was he said? He'd been like off roading or doing some stuff and he was just really tired. So he said he'd just join us in the chat. So it made me tired to think about all the stuff he's been doing over the past four I'm days. I'm going to say when we do... That sound exhausting. If we get a lot of people, that's going to be pretty hectic. It usually is. I like okay. that it's a, it's a slow chat that with, you know, a small group. Maybe you could be a few more, but I don't like those. I see those chats where it's just like flying words and... No one when it's really a whole interact. bunch of people, it's, yeah. it's a little difficult to... Then should we like organize it in a way where people could have a turn talking sort of deal well the thing about that is the com these conversations never end up they never end up that organized yeah because they, you just not. have a bunch of people talking about stuff and it's just it's just a free flow of conversation i mean we it's, went off we went off like back to the 80s then into the did, 2000s <laughs> that's happened i think in all of our conversations yeah. we always talk about different but we do stay on track and then as we kind of get towards the end then it's easier to get off track yeah here we go riding Ooh. four wheel I, I bet it is <laughs> that, that those scare me 
Yeah, I wrote him when I was, I'm a big wuss. <laughs> I don't do dangerous stuff. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably have an accident. That's what I would do. Yeah, me too. So. Okay. You know, well, this was fun. Yes, thank yeah. you. Th thanks, you guys. It's late. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, thanks for showing up and look forward to the next time. I, obviously, I'll send you guys yeah, a message whenever it, we get around to figure it out. Maybe next week. Should we try to Schedule. do two in one week? Two? I don't know about two in one week. Not sure about that. Just Not for thought. me anyway, just because of my schedule, my work schedule. We'll be on yeah, vacation uh, at, the, at the beginning of next week. Okay. So if it's next week, I, I probably won't be here. Okay. Oh. All right. It's okay. We got time. No rest. We don't have hard and fast rules. It's just whenever it works. Yeah, out. When, whoever. I mean, like, yeah. I'm usually always around unless I fall asleep. I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. I think this is the second time you've done that. Probably. Or maybe one other time you forgot about the time disparity. I think, I think that's maybe what happened yeah. too. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed it too. I was thinking about it all day. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I woke up like, uh, what happened? Oh no. Uh, I don't know. It's a problem. I'll be, I'm always watching movies that I love and I'm into it. It's a never seen before, but if I'm like lying down, I'll just, I can't stay awake. Yeah, I, I can't, I don't lie down to watch a movie yeah. or I will fall yeah. asleep. Right. So mm -hmm. I, I'll even fall asleep sitting up if I'm tired enough. So I, I don't. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> this I guy mean, really wants to see Joey Diaz react. <laughs> I know somebody. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You have like eight eight hundred things in your queue. It's close to it. It's it's more than seven hundred. It might be more than eight hundred now because I'm always adding stuff and not just things that are are recommended, but stuff that get that you know recommended by subscribers, but stuff that YouTube recommends to me. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. And oh, this. Oh, squirrel, squirrel. Squirrel, so, yeah. Yeah. You're like a, a puppy dog. Seeing I actually have some I want you to watch that'll change your view on everything. Oh no. Uh -oh. What? No, it's it's about the title is how wealth influences health. How wealth influences health? Yeah. And it's about uh how status and how you are the reason we go for status has biological underpinnings. Hmm. Yeah, on research it's healthier of for us overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, higher standing in the tribe, a higher yeah. health, basically. Yeah, for sure. I always think I came up with this thing lately. Is like, and I, I feel like it can be insensitive, um, to you know, uh, certain people. But I don't mean it to be insensitive, but it's like, you know, like my body is worth a lot to me. Like, if someone was like. You want your a billion dollars or your arm? You're like oh. my arm. So I'm like, I'm worth billions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it's relative worth. I'm not worth billions to anyone else. But to me, this is this is a trillion dollar piece of machinery. Oh, there you right go. <laughs> so I try to think of it that way. Like you're I'm a regular robot. <laughs> I think I read somewhere. That uh, chemically, if you were broken down, you're worth about 64 cents. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I saw that at a science museum. It talked about all the copper and all the chemicals in our body. Oh, oh funny. Nice. Literally, I was just like, we're worth. No, that's a nice 
literally it's, yeah, it's more than 64 cents i i it several dollars wow if, if we were melted down into our chemical that's depressing cheese <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> damn okay so i'm not worth trillions actually <laughs> oh man if i had a gold tooth i would like be a million percent worth more. Yeah. Like a gold tooth <laughs> really increases your worth. That's the gold teeth. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Health and wealth. <laughs> Stay healthy and wealthy. Well, I, drink, I, I will drink look a lot it up, of water. Yes. Yeah, this Water's was fun, guys. You guys drink a lot Have of it. it. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks good for having you. This is what I call it. Have a good night. Joe, Simon, Tim, and the chat. Bye. See you good night. Bye bye.